So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturelife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved Butter Half. Feeling. Hello, Patriots. We're well, back to Butter, are we? <clears throat> well, we do find ourselves in a different wor- world today than we did yes. less than 24 hours 20, ago. Literally Not like- even an hour after our show ended last night, yeah. Ukraine decided to go ahead and invade. No, or, I'm sorry, Russia invaded yeah. Ukraine. Uh, we'll get into that later, yes. though. Yeah. First, we have... Uh, a Somebody who I never imagined would become a big fan, and not only that, a friend of our show, I guess you could call it, because originally we had on the lieutenant governor, for, or the guy who's running for lieutenant yes, governor of- future lieutenant governor, Zoe Warren. Zoe Warren. Yeah. And in turn, he turned us on to- uh, Trucker Bob. Trucker his, Bob. His running mate, essentially. Yes, who's yeah. going to be running for the governor of South Carolina. He is um, Trucker Bob Muscle White has also done so much for his community as a successful business owner uh, driving a chemical transportation truck. He is now ready to take leadership and his experience to drive the governor's mansion. After watching the outcome of the last presidential election and the overreach of the federal government, since then, he felt the calling to come home and be more active in the community and politics. He is currently serving as the chairman of the Legislative Committee for Greenville County Republican Party, where he works closely closely with our South Carolina state legislator to create fair and just legislation that protects the rights of all South Carolinian citizens. He is fighting for the people of the great state to defend against the bad old boys politicians playing with our constitutional freedoms. Well, that's excellent because, you know, truckers have been huge in the news these days. And uh, I'd, I'd love to have all truckers. No video. They can't see us. You can't see us. Uh, all right live chat is saying they can't see us um not sure what's up with that hold on one second what'd you do babe nothing i didn't do anything okay give me one second all right figure it out i will finger it out as i normally do obs virtual camera is that because that's what it's on is that what it's supposed to be on okay i'm just i don't know now can you see us all right can you see us now now, anybody? Can we get anybody? 
to say yes, we can see. Okay, you. well, Big Gum okay. says we sound great. So thanks for that, Kyle. Apparently our video's not not working as well. Working. Which is very weird. Cuz I got everything all the settings are saying that it's working. Okay. Weird. Okay. Yes. All right, they okay. can see us now. Excellent. Now they can see. Fantastic. All right, so well, without any good. further ado, <laughs> Trucker Bob, how are you doing tonight, sir? And welcome to the Patriot Party podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. And thank God Almighty, I'm doing well and getting better. Excellent. Were you ill? And how are y'all doing? Well, we're we're excellent too, and we're we thank God Almighty for our friends in the live chat. You know, now that we're doing live, because uh, they told us they they couldn't see us. We were sitting there chatting, and and there was no video. So hey, uh, thanks to our friends that let us Amen. know. That, uh, we need to fix things. So, you know, that's the benefit of doing live. They, and we, they, hey, we need to fix things in Columbia government too. And we're going to need our, our friends to help us do that. Absolutely. And, you know, we're just down the road from you in Georgia. So, you know. Um, Savannah, yeah, to be exact. Just, so just we're literally a stone's throw from you. So actually, I do understand some of what you're doing and yeah. uh, what you're fighting in South Carolina. And I, I found it odd when I read your uh, bio that you are part of the Republican uh committee, legislative committee uh, for Greenville County. I'm actually the chairman of the legislative committee uh, for the Greenville County Republican Party. And uh, it's my job to work with our upstate legislators, which number about 22, uh, to push constitutional conservative legislation through our uh, legislature and uh, hopefully get it passed. But the problem we run into are upstate legislators, for the most part, 20 of the 22, are real constitutional uh, conservatives like we are. But when they get the legislation into committee, like the Judiciary Committee, the House and Ways, uh, House and Means, uh, Ways and Means Committee, uh, it is normally held up by bad old boy corrupt politicians like Jay Lucas and Chris Murphy, uh, who want nothing to do with we the people or our constitutional rights. Their only purpose is to enrich in themselves and to please their big buddy, big pharma, medical establishment, and federal government friends. Well, I was, I'm interested in it because the last time we talked to Zoe, Zoe was telling me that you guys were not getting any backing from the GOP. What type uh, that's more or less correct. Uh, now, when uh, we say no backing from the GOP, the grassroots GOP is backing us. Uh, we went to the Horry County GOP meeting. Over 300 patriots stood with us and agreed that we need to take back our government. We were in the Anderson County GOP this past Monday night. Over 200 South Carolina Republican conservative patriots stood with us, said that they would vote for Trucker Bob and Zoe Warren to take back our uh, government. So it's happening everywhere, but it's the grassroots, the establishment, like Henry McMaster, mm -hmm. Jay Lucas, Jay West, Wes Cox, Jason Elliott. And I'm calling out these names on purpose because they are establishment Republicans. They are Republican in name only. And we, the people, are sick and tired of them serving their own interest and serving big business and serving big pharma and serving the medical establishment when they promise to serve and protect we, the people of South Carolina. 
I completely understand that. And uh, the reason I'm asking that because uh, I, I, I don't, I would prefer we don't call them GOP members. Let's just go ahead and call them what they are, which is patriots, because that's the only people I believe that are really on the right side right now, pushing the grassroots effort because everybody Amen. else is swamp infested. And yes, I would- and, and the swamp is deep, brother. And there is a big swamp monster in Colombia. His name is Henry McMaster. Well, we know how it works. If you cut the head off the swamp monster, the swamp monster dies. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to take out Henry. And we've given Henry a new name. Henry's new name is Marie Antoinette McMaster. You know why? (laughs) Instead of doing like Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren and giving the people back all their money and and eliminated the income tax, which is what we will do, Henry said, let them eat cake or a 1% tax break. Well, let me tell you what, that infuriates me and that infuriates most of the South Carolinians that I know because that lets us know what Henry Marie Antoinette McMaster thinks of we the people, 1%. Well, I I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, So So I will let you know that is one of the major planks of our platform is when Zoe Warren and myself are elected by the people of South Carolina to be the next governor and lieutenant governor of our great state of South Carolina, we will work with the legislature and we have a three-year plan to eliminate eliminate the income tax in the state of South Carolina. Florida did it, Tennessee did it, Texas did it. We have studied their plans. And at the end of that three years, they actually have more state revenue than they did with the uh, with their income tax because it's a President Reagan proven principle. President Reagan called it trickle-down economics. We call it waterfall economics. If you give people more of their own money to spend and invest, they will do it much more wiser than uh, the legislature or Henry, but that generates more state revenue through sales tax from people buying equipment, uh, buying new businesses, new cars, new houses, new fences for their houses. uh, That just generates, and it's a snowball effect. It generates enormous amounts of wealth and revenue for the state of South Carolina. So that being said, uh, Jesus, where do you stand on Jesus? I mean, everybody's talking. I love my Jesus now. I, I, I will tell you this. I have been a Christian since I was 10 years old. And that's the only way to be. Uh, My Jesus has always been with me. He always will be with me. Even though there's times in my life that, you know, I said, Lord, you stay over there. Let me do my own thing. I love you, Lord, but you stay on over there and let me do my own thing. Guess what? He led me and uh, I learned some hard lessons that way. But you know what? He never left me. He never forsook me. Uh, and he never will. And that's one of the many reasons I love my Jesus. Okay. And with, with that, we ask three basic questions. You yeah, just answered sure. one. Our next one is uh, the Second Amendment. Uh, where oh, do you stand second, with the Second Amendment? All right. The Second Amendment is so easy, so simple. I'm going to try to quote it from, mem- uh, from memory. It says that we have the right to keep and bear firearms and that this right shall not be infringed upon. 
And it also gives us an explanation of why we have this right to defend against both um, not internal, but to defend against um, threats, both foreign and domestic. Well, what are we dealing with right now in the United States of America? We're dealing with domestic threats from the overreach of government. And our founding fathers knew it would come. And that's why they gave us the Second Amendment was to protect all of our constitutional rights and to protect our God-given inalienable rights. So I believe it just like it says, this right shall not be infringed upon. So if you can legally own, this is what trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren will do as the next governor and lieutenant governor of South Carolina. We will work with our legislature to make real constitutional carry. If you can legally own a gun in South Carolina, you can legally keep it and bear it, or you can keep it uh, underneath your clothes if you want with no permit, no infringement. And that I, I love to hear that. And I can tell you a million and one reasons why, but uh, this is about you, not about. Well, it's what our founding fathers gave us. Correct. And guess what? We're going to take it back, brother. I'm sick and tired of the establishment, the elites trying to take our rights back. And so are the people of South Carolina. We're going to take back our government and we are going to take back and keep our liberty. Well, actually, if you if you look at it the way it was written, it was endowed to us by our creator. There's yes, something right. given to us by God cannot be Amen. taken away by man. That's, that's my right. opinion on it. Therefore, and I agree. I don't need another law from man to tell me that I can carry a gun because according to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights and everything else, this was endowed to me by my creator. Therefore, guess what? You can kiss my butt. I'm going to walk around with my gun. And if you don't <laughs> like it, tough. Try and take it. Amen. From well, we're going to make it that way in the state of South Carolina. And that's the way it was meant to be. Period. That's, that's great. All right. And the last but not least, babies. Uh, abortion. Abortion specifically. more specifically. Where right, do we I'm going to give you abortion. our full campaign uh, on that because it's very simple. Go for it. We believe that uh, just as uh, the Bible says, and I am going off memory, I believe it's Jeremiah 1 9. Almighty God said, I knew you when you were still in your mother's womb. In fact, it might say I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. So God is declaring personhood for that child in the womb. So what Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren will do, we will create a culture of life in our great state of South Carolina from the beginning in the womb until uh, when the person naturally, and when I say the person, most of the time an elderly person, dies of natural causes. Currently, Henry McMaster does a pretty good job of protecting the unborn in the womb. But let me tell you what, he does a horrible job of protecting those outside the womb. And I have been affected by that myself. I have two friends that were needlessly killed by the lies of DHEC, the CDC, and big medical establishments uh, and hospital systems. My friends trusted their lives to the hospital systems and to their doctors. They went into the hospital system and I begged them not to go because I knew what was awaiting them. They went into the hospital systems with COVID and uh, day after day after day, they were told this lie that the only approved CDC 
authorized treatment that would help them was remdesivir and shoving a tube down their throat. Well, when my both of my friends, I mean, it happened to the, in the same hospital system in Spartanburg by the same doctors, by the same administrators. Uh, both of them were in a weakened state and both of them finally caved in to the medical establishment, to the lies of the medical establishment and Henry McMaster and his DHEC uh, cohorts. The medical establishment and DHEC have forgotten their Hippocratic Oath. Their Hippocratic Oath says, do no harm. Well, because of their greed, they have completely forgotten their oath to do no harm, and they are harming and killing South Carolinians needlessly. And Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren, when we're elected governor in South Carolina, uh, governor and lieutenant governor of South Carolina, we're going to put a stop to it day one with executive orders. Well, and that really, uh, you just answered almost two questions there, uh, because I was going to ask you next about the vaccine mandates, um, especially when it comes to healthcare employees. Uh, reason being, I was a firefighter. Uh, I was an EMT. Um, and, uh, yeah, that didn't, uh, pan out so well because, uh, down here in, uh, the nether regions of the world, they mandated, you know, because we still collect money from, uh, Medicare, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid that we had to be vaccinated and boosted. So my question is how is South Carolina going to deal with the federal government concerning Medicare, Medicaid, especially Medicare, Medicaid, because if you noticed the Supreme court only ru ruled on the, um, yeah, I can't OSHA mandate. Yeah, not, not right. healthcare mandate. So, how is South Carolina going to deal with that? I mean, do you have a plan to deal with that? I, I do have a plan. All right. What we're talking about is called federal and medical tyranny. When the federal government tells the states to do something that is unconstitutional, do you realize that violates our Constitution, especially the Tenth Amendment? The Tenth Amendment gives the states the right to nullify any unconstitutional vaccine mandates. So on day one, and I don't care what the lawyers say, I don't care what the Supreme Court says, the governor of South Carolina is elected to protect the citizens, all citizens of South Carolina. So on day one, I will do what I'm elected to do. I will sign an executive order banning all federal vaccine mandates. And I don't care if it's big business. I don't care if it's the medical establishment. I don't care if it's the healthcare system. I don't care if it's the National Guard. We will ban all unconstitutional federal vaccine mandates in the state of South Carolina on day one. And I'm going to repeat what a, uh, even though I'm a Southerner, uh, there was a great Union uh, uh, gunboat captain uh, named Farragut, and Farragut said it like this, concerning the enemy attacks that might come from the federal government, the Supreme Court, the lawyers, damn the torpedoes straight yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> excellent. Now, uh, you guys made the news, um, the national news a couple weeks ago. Uh, your attorney general concluded that uh, doctors have the authority to prescribe drugs for off-label, uh, which they've 
they always had that ability. The fact yes, that ma'am, they did. got taken away is ridiculous. And it's like it's like the constitutional carry. The fact that he had to go out and say that doctors can prescribe this off label is is it seems superfluous. But um, regardless, now your doctors can prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Uh, what kind of kickback are are you getting from the doctors there? Are, do you know? Are you aware? Are well, they- in, in fact, I'm so glad you brought that question up. My friend, Presley Stutz, one, one of my two friends that were killed needlessly by medical tyranny uh, when Presley was in the hospital, two of our Greenville doctors that have been prescribing ivermectin and other treatments since day one of COVID, they went to the hospital system they were forcibly removed by the police and not allowed to give my friend Presley Stutz the life-giving other treatments of ivermectin and monoclonals. That's not going to happen with Trucker Bob. That's not going to happen with Zoe Warren. We will protect the citizens of South Carolina. In fact, we will be in the first 30 days pushing through the legislation, Presley Stutz Memorial anti-medical tyranny legislation. And if anyone tries to prevent the doctors or the pharmacies from prescribing and filling ivermectin and other treatments, they will be in violation of the law and uh, they will be subject to very heavy penalties, uh, possibly even jail time. The job, the real job, of the governor of South Carolina is to protect the people of South Carolina and to administer liberty and justice to all. And that's what trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren will do. We will protect all the people of South Carolina. We will administer liberty and justice to all and to all those corrupt, bad old boy politicians, to all of those negligent healthcare providers, and especially healthcare systems, we will hold them accountable. And when I say we, we, the people of South Carolina, will hold them accountable. So, Trucker Bob, I, I know you're a trucker. Um, yes, sir. You I've s- been trucking today, actually, hauling chemical tankers around uh, our great upstate. So I got a great question then, because then you've spent as much time on South Carolina roads as, as I have. Um, yeah. My other job, other than doing this, because I do have another job that because I got to support my family somehow. Yeah. Um, I drive around and install garage doors. Well, one of the things I always notice is I always can tell the difference from the time that I leave Georgia and enter South Carolina, especially when I'm going to see one of your great constituents, either out in Hilton Head or in Charleston or in that area, in that general vicinity. Um one of the things you can always notice is the road completely changes. So we go from a nice flat driving surface that very little bumps to, I feel every bump, Nick ding dent, anything in the road. So my question, other than obviously 95, cause 95, you, I don't know how much control over 95 you actually have as governor. Um, I've actually never researched that to be honest with you, but outside of 95 on all the other roads in South Carolina, what is the plan there to improve the life for everyone else when driving around and not dumping into a humongous pothole that 90% of America couldn't get out. Yeah, And and those potholes, not only do they jar the truck and the tires, they jar my back and I'm sure they jar yours too. So yes, we do have a plan. Day one, and I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. Uh, If I can think of a nice way to say it, I will. 
And actually, but, can I interrupt you? Go ahead. Because I have heard this, uh, not only from uh, your counterpart there, uh, Zoe, no. but I've also heard it from other politicians in the South Carolina area. They have talked about this money that has been put aside. You know, you guys have the same SPLOS tax. Over and a billion dollars sitting in the bank right now, sir. Well, I've heard that. Is it sitting? Are we sure it's sitting in the bank or is it just? Well, that's what the legislature has told us. Uh, mm. So that, that's all that I can go back by. Now, as governor, I will have the authority to find out because the Department of Transportation is one of 14 departments that the governor administers. And on day one of a trucker, Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren and we, the people of South Carolina administration, I will be going into the DOT and all the fat cat, inept, incompetent bureaucrats beginning with the head of DOT. I will do just like Donald Trump. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. And we will have very competent patriots ready to take their place on day one. And some of the things we're going to do a little different is we're going to give some of this road money, instead of having it all under the DOT, we're going to have the DOT give block grants to the communities to fix the roads they need the most. Because Orangeburg knows what roads in Orangeburg needs to be uh, fixed uh, first, more so than Columbia does. So if you get the money, it's just like schools. If you get the money to the local school district, if you get the money to the municipality that manages their roads, they will fix the roads a lot better than the incompetent folks currently uh, in DOT in Columbia. Well, next time you do that, before you say Donald Trump thing like that, I've got a whole little bit for that. You're fired. Right. You're fired. You're fired. I love it. You're fired. I've got it. Right, well, guess what? We're going to go through a lot of executive departments. Go ahead and hit my Donald Trump thing. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah. You're fired. You're fired. Department of Education. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Department of Transportation and Christy Hall. You're fired. Yes, sir. That's what Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren are going to do. We're going to remove these corrupt, inept, fat cat bureaucrats that care nothing about the people of South Carolina, that care nothing about our roads, that only care about filling their pockets and going and playing golf with the uh, uh, executives of Boeing and Michelin and uh, Volvo and Mercedes. Well, guess what? Trucker Bob ain't going to play golf with none of those guys because I don't like them. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that you don't like golf, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean no, I, I, I can't say that. Okay. When I'm hitting the ball well, I like golf. Uh, so that, that's My the man. best way I could put that. My man. Yeah, I never hit the ball well. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, unless there's a picture of margaritas, in which case I don't remember it. So. Yeah, there you go. And you've had a good day, haven't you? Um, so, you know, we, we come on here all the time and we are, we constantly encourage people to go out and vote because we understand that it's so important. But so many people are disenchanted. They feel disenfranchised because they feel like their vote didn't count in 2020. We know there was so much rampant fraud. I mean, yes. it was just ridiculous. Even in South Carolina, which went red, um, you know, I, I'm sure there was still fraud there. There was fraud in every single state. And there was. 
and and honestly, we've come to find out that there's always been fraud in every single election. We just, as so many things have come to light in the past two years, this was one of them. But it's it's made people feel like, why should they go out and vote if it's not going to change anything? Do you have a plan for that um, to get rid of the we machine? We do. Anything like that. And thank you. Thank you so much. That's a wonderful question. First of all, I want to say to all of our patriots out there, Trump won. We know it. They know it. Trump is our duly elected president of the United States. Joe Biden was installed by the whatever you call them, uh, including some of South Carolina's own legislators. Uh, so anyway, yes, there was fraud, and we have a plan to stop that fraud. Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren will be calling and working with the legislature for a full election audit. And when I say a full, I, uh, I believe, uh, what? tell me what the word is called for that full election audit. It has a special word. That's it. We will be calling for a full forensic audit. I know there was cheating. I know there was fraud. I have several friends in Horry County, in Spartanburg, and parts of uh, Greenville that did canvassing. And uh, they found in several areas, they found up to 70% of fraud. Now, not 70% throughout the state, but in certain areas. This would have amounted in what they found in over 10,000 illegal votes in 2020. If it had been a close election here for President Trump, that 10,000 votes would have swayed the election. So we are going to put forth a full forensic audit in the state of South Carolina. We're going to clean all those dead Democrats off the voter rolls. And I say it just like that because if you ever notice, dead people don't vote Republican. They only vote Democrat. So uh, we're going to clean those dead Democrats off the rolls. Uh, we're going to clean uh, the voter rolls as far as uh, if people uh, have moved from the address and it hasn't been cleaned up, we're going to clean them up. Second of all, we're going to go back to paper ballots. Uh, Europe uses paper ballots. They have almost no cheating whatsoever. It's very hard to cheat on a paper ballot. So we are going to work with the legislature for the state of South Carolina to go back to paper ballots. No more machines where cheating occurs, and we know it does. So we are going to make South Carolinians' votes to actually count, because like you, my vote in the 2020 election was disenfranchised. It was disenfranchised by Michigan and Pennsylvania and Nevada, and unfortunately, your state of Georgia, Brian Kemp, disenfranchised my vote and the majority of Americans' votes for President Donald J. Trump. So we're going to put a stop to it here in South Carolina, and then we're going to help to put a stop to it in Georgia and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin. And not only are we going to take our state of South Carolina back, folks, we're going to take our country back. So, so with that, and you brought up some really good points there. And um, this is just a theory. It's something that's been banging around in my skull because there's not much else to bang off of up there, <laughs> but something that I've always thought about, and I was wondering 
what your I was I was looking I was waiting for we to get someone like you who's running for governor of a state. It didn't matter where, not here necessarily. But I've had this feeling for the longest time that the reason that we went to these machines, this Dominion voting system, was for the news. Did you ever notice that they very early on in my life that I can remember my first elections, like watching my first elections on TV, I could remember that they said, Hey, look, we're not going to be able to call this election till tomorrow morning, possibly tomorrow afternoon. And it looked like the hosts that have been up all night waiting for this thing to kick off or waiting to call this thing. Basically we're like, we're kind of pissed now because we can't say anything until we get the actual numbers. And when you go to paper balloting, it takes forever to count the votes. Um, and I noticed very early on when all the big, you know, 24 hour news stations came online that you, you noticed how voting changed early 2000s and yeah, early 2000s, Florida, the hanging Chad thing, everything with yes. Florida and the hanging. That Chad. was the beginning of it right there. The hanging Chad with Al Gore and George W. Bush. And then all of a sudden we got to this machine based voting where now, you know, for instance, for even a better example, Fox News has an algorithm where they can predict which state is going to fall where. First of all, I'd love to know where they got this algorithm from. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's one question that nobody's been able to provide me with an answer, including some people from Fox News, because I, said, I haven't watched Fox News since they lied on November 3rd. I said Correct. to heck with them. Well, unfortunately, I have to because of as your job. I understand. But occasionally I will watch Fox Business with Maria Bartiromo because yeah, she was yeah. one of the few people that stood up and said Trump won and the election was stolen from him. Yep. Yeah, she and Lou Dobbs and Lou Dobbs. Yes. And, and you saw what they did to our friend yep. Lou Dobbs and Judge Janine. Well, yes. And Judge Janine. Yes. Yeah. She was one of the few that did it as well. But my question is, is that being a concern? And we know it's, it just happened one state south of us. The first state to ever take on machine balloting was Florida. Um, we were, I think it was Georgia. We were the first ones to ever install it. They were the first ones to ever try and use oh, like it. Contract, yes, okay. contract it out. We were the first ones to ever use it actually in a state election. What is, what is South Carolina's stance going to be on machine balloting in the future if you do go to paper ballots? Is there still going to be a machine that you vote on, or are you going to strictly just go to straight paper ballot? Well, the only thing, uh, to give you an idea, right now in Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I vote, uh, they use a uh, computer, uh, and you punch in your vote, and it gives you a paper receipt. The paper receipt shows you uh, who you voted for, but then you put it in the tabulator. Now, the tabulator is where the cheating can happen because the tabulator is hooked up to the internet and they can change the votes in there. With the paper ballots, uh, the way the old system was, they could always go back and hand count. So it made it very difficult to cheat. And if someone did cheat, then you were able to go back and do a much easier forensic audit. So again, I am going to work with the legislature because what I'm finding is the people of South Carolina never want their vote stolen or disenfranchised again. And the only way I see that from uh, not happening, the only way to prevent our vote from being stolen again is to go back to paper ballots. Might take a little uh, longer, but you know what? There's a scripture that says, good things come to those that wait. 
and an honest election, an honest and fair election for we, the people of South Carolina, is a very good thing. Uh, the scripture part, yeah, I, is that a Heinz reference? I, is that really a? <laughs> well, I, I believe I believe it's in Proverbs, uh, and it might be phrased a little different. But Solomon had some great, great. Actually, the Bible calls him the wisest man that ever lived. Uh, so I will go back and look. Uh, I, I will try to look that up for you because so, I don't have this. I have a lot of scripture verses. I believe it or not, I actually went to Bible college, and my family. You were either a minister, which I have full five full-time ministers in my family, uncles and aunts, uh, or you were a businessman. And uh, the Lord uh, kind of led me into the business world. So uh, you, you really have to have to be a full-time minister. You have to have the heart for that. And um, I just didn't have the call. And I promise you, I would not want to do that without the call. That's a tough job, folks. So the, the truckers convoy. Yes, sir. Which I'm helping at the moment. That's what I wanted to hear. What what's your role in it, and how much uh, do you? Is this first of all? Do you feel that this is going to be like a, a good thing? Because uh, I've got a. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been doing this as long as I've been doing it. I just got a feeling that the end of this in D.C. is not going to end the way we're all thinking. It feels like January sixth all over again. But there's a difference. Okay. Could be. To be a commercial truck driver, to drive a big rig, it takes months of initial training. It doesn't, believe me, it don't happen easy. And then it takes, a, in order to move it across the nation uh, and to do it well, it takes years of practice. I will tell you this, in our U.S. government, my guess as far as government agents, uh, CIA, FBI, Homeland Security, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of them are corrupt, bad old boys. Uh, they've never driven a tractor trailer in their life. So are they going to be in the mix? No. Uh, I know the gentleman that is heading up our South Carolina uh, convoy supplies. Uh, he is former military. Uh, he is a patriot. If I told you his name, and I, and I can't, but if I told you his name, you would know him. He is all fired up. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, and uh, he is a patriot. He said that throughout this convoy system that we have uh, former, and when we say former military, I'm talking about guys my age, over 50, uh, that love their country, that love their state, uh, that are vetting people that are getting involved. So this is what's happening. Right now in the upstate, we are collecting supplies for our truckers, beef jerky, water, paper towel, sanitary wipes, uh, crackers, peanuts. These are things that, uh, number one, truckers eat and use every day and that they'll need up in Washington. So the convoys are coming through South Carolina this weekend, maybe some next weekend, and uh, we will be meeting them at very various staging grounds, and we will be supplying them with the goods that we're collecting here in Greenville and Anderson, and Spartanburg, and Florence, and Horry County, and Myrtle Beach, and Charleston. Uh, and I can't tell you where these, uh, I've been asked not to tell. I uh, can't tell you where these meeting grounds are yet. Uh, if you get back with me uh, on Saturday, uh, you can give me a call, whatever, I can tell you then. Uh, but because we are trying to keep this completed, completely vetted, uh, so no government agents, no crazies get in there, uh, you know, we're, we're keeping tabs on it. 
But what the uh, uh, truck drivers are doing, they're driving up to Washington, D.C. They're not going to go into the Capitol itself. Uh, they're going to pull a Jericho march on Washington, D.C. Uh, if you're familiar with the Beltway, and I've driven it many times, they're going to. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, you know, the Beltway, the Beltway, some of its three lanes, some of its four lanes. Uh, our trucker brothers will be leaving one lane open at all times so emergency vehicles can get past. But other than that, if it's a four lane highway, we're going to uh, take up uh, three of those lanes and do just like Canada. They're going to park it, brother. They're going to park it one week, two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes to get the message across that we, the people of the United States of America, will not submit to federal or medical tyranny anymore. No more masks, no more mandates, no more Joe Biden. And uh, I believe it will work. I know some people are scared uh, because they think, uh, you know, agents will get in there, but it will be very difficult for federal agents to get in our convoy. Like I said, number one, they don't know how to drive a, a commercial vehicle. Uh, number two, we are vetting everyone that is being part of this. They have to pack, pass a background uh, check. Uh, that is uh, good to hear. Yes, very good to hear. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that because Me uh, too. I'm I was extremely worried because we've heard so many things. And we we just heard last night, for instance, uh, Biden got the National Guard stood up for you all when you get there uh, to deal with traffic control. And they said, well, they're not going to be carrying weapons. And we saw what happened in Canada. I've seen the video of the U.N. plane on the ground in Canada. And one day they're complaining about not having enough cops. Now they've got so many cops they don't know what to do with them. Where they come from? Uh, and, and they're they not all Canadian cops, are they? They don't speak English. So That's when, right. where the hell did you come from? Yeah. There's there's big issues there. And that's something we're very concerned about here. Uh, landing any other troops other than American troops on American soil uh, goes against everything the Constitution stands for, goes yes, against everything the Declaration of Independence stands for and cannot be done. It's an act of treason. That's correct. So I, uh, I get very I get very worried when I see you and, and the current governor. Thank God, Virginia. Uh, I'm Facebook friends with uh, George Allen. I actually worked on his campaign uh, back in the 90s. Uh, and uh, as Glenn Youngkin and Winsome Mears and Jason Mieres, as they took back the government from the Democrats, from the establishment, uh, they are we the people conservatives. And I can guarantee you in the state of Virginia, uh, which I still have a lot of family that lives in the state of Virginia, they're not going to let that happen. Now, Washington, D.C., that's a different story because we, you know, that's literally controlled by a Marxist. The mayor of uh, Washington, D.C. is as Marxist as they come. Uh, but but you guys are gonna would, be let's go ahead. You guys are going to be staying in the Virginia, Maryland beltway that never crosses. You don't actually enter D.C. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, and I, I'm thinking of the Beltway itself, I don't believe any of it actually goes into D.C. Nope. That's why we're staying on the outskirts. That's that's. And I, I will let you know, even though uh, the governor of Maryland uh, is more Republican in name only, he still, I, I don't believe that he would cave into pressure to uh, allow the National Guard to come in on his side. Uh, so, uh, I, that, again, that's why we decided to take the beltway and surround, we knew what we were facing in DC and it was all bad. 
but uh, the Beltway, like you said, it encompasses Virginia and Maryland. And I believe the governors, the Republican governors there will support us. And I know the people there will support us. Excellent. I I just I'm, I'm thinking about traffic um, when just well, one, it, one short. Uh, I will put it to you this way: short term pain for long term gain, brother. And that long term gain is our liberty and our freedom. And that's what truckers are about. That's why we truck. Uh, we love our liberty. We love our freedom. We love our country. We love helping our fellow man by getting them the goods that we need. And I will tell you this, truckers always deliver. Right, that's something to remember to the rest of the American people. I mean, if you wonder where all your packages come from, where all your goods come from, these are the guys that deliver it. Uh, you wonder where your home eating oil comes from, where your gasoline comes from. It comes off of a truck that some guy had to sit in a seat for 12, 18 hours driving it across the country to get it to where And it's sleep in the back of the truck, brother. Yep. And people don't realize that. We don't stay at hotels. Nope. We sleep in the back of the truck. I carry combustibles, flammables, acids, inhalation hazards, corrosives, sometimes a combination of all of the above. And it's 10 feet behind my head when I go to sleep, 45,000 liquid pounds of it. That's what truckers do for America because we love America. We love our fellow man and we love our freedom. And I will tell you this, most truckers are like me, Trucker Bob Musselwhite, liberty or death. We will not live under tyranny ever. I will not allow the people of South Carolina to ever live under tyranny. Not only will I fight federal and medical tyranny, I will defeat federal and medical tyranny with we, the people of South Carolina, right there at my side. Somebody's got to lead, and that's what myself and Zoe Warren will do for the people of South Carolina. We will lead and win this fight against federal and medical and big business tyranny against our state. Well, quit trying to get me to move again because I never <laughs> want to come on. We want you to come on up here to South Carolina. We but, also call this God's country. So come on. <laughs> so where if people wanted to, if South Carolinians wanted to get out and help you, uh, where did they go? How do they sign up? Where can they, where can people across the country donate to your campaign? Um, just put it all out here right now. I, I will. And thank you. First of all, go to VoteTruckerBob.com, and we would love any amount. Uh, we need to put fuel in the big rig of truth as we travel across our great state of uh, South Carolina. The other place they can go on Facebook, I have a Trucker Bob Musselwhite for South Carolina Facebook page. And we keep that updated daily uh, to, you know, local news, some national news and definitely state news and Trucker Bob news. Uh, but definitely they can go to VoteTruckerBob.com. We have a place for them to join up and be part of our liberty revolution here in the state of South Carolina. And again, like I said, Zoe Warren and myself, we have one purpose as we go forward to be the next governor and lieutenant governor of South Carolina. And that's to protect all South Carolinians. And that's to administer liberty and justice for all South Carolinians. That is the true job of the governor. And currently, Henry McMaster is derelict 
in his duty to protect the people of South Carolina. What uh? When, what about when's your primary? Uh, the primary currently is scheduled June fourteenth. Now there is a court case pending uh, on redistricting, so it's an outside shot that that primary could change. But currently, June fourteenth is the primary date, and I need all South Carolinians, Republicans and Democrats, to go and vote for Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren to be your next governor of South Carolina and your next lieutenant governor of South Carolina. Now, the reason I said that, I'm for closed primaries. But you know what? The establishment, like Lindsey Graham and others, have been using these open primaries to beat us conservatives over the head for years. They've been allowing the Democrats to uh, vote for the weakest candidate, which of course is Lindsey Graham. Tim Scott ain't a great candidate. Uh, I hate to tell people that, but he's not. Uh, Henry McMaster is not a great candidate. And they were able to win by having large amounts of Democrats vote for them. So I learned a trick a long time ago. If the devil is beating you over the head with a stick, take the stick away from him and beat him over the head with the stick. So that's what we intend to do. We're asking for everyone's vote in the June 14th primary. And also, I believe it's November 8th is the general election. Vote for trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren so we can protect the people of South Carolina and our God-given rights and our constitutional rights. And I, I want to say one more thing. Zoe Warren and myself, this is what we believe. We believe that all men were created equal and are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And Zoe Warren and myself will protect those God-given inalienable rights and all of our, uh, all of our constitutional rights. Unlike Henry Broken Promises McMaster. Well, we we do appreciate you coming on tonight, sir. Yeah, and we're going to invite you back. We're planning a, uh, a gubernatorial roundtable. So, you know, the, awesome. the, the amazing Patriot Governor candidates that we've had on, we want to bring you all together because, you know, where we feel it's really important Um People don't understand that governors actually have more power than the president if if you take yes. it. Yes, if, if you, you use it. it. And yes. see, Henry doesn't want to use it. You know why? He would actually have to work. Henry is a blue blood elitist Republican. He spends more time at the country club than he does in the governor's mansion. Trucker Bob Musselwhite works 16 to 18 hours a day. And guess what? I'm going to do that for the people of South Carolina to protect their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and make sure they get the opportunities that they deserve. Well, where's your upcoming speaking engagements? I'm sure you're rallying. I, yes, I, I'm glad you asked. Tomorrow night, I will be at Scruffy's Auction House in Greer on South Buncombe Boulevard. Uh, and people from that area, they know where Scruffy's is. And it's, you know, actually, the old Scruffy's was Scruffy. Uh, but the new Scruffies, uh, I mean, it's it's really nice. And then on Monday, I will be in a Anderson, and I believe it starts at 12 at Tipsy Tavern, and we will be addressing the 
Anderson Republican Women's Party, and all are welcome. We we would love to see you come out. And of course, you can ask Trucker Bob any question you want. Uh, you know, just keep keep it moral uh, and keep it legal. Uh, and uh, let's see. Those are the two that come to mind. Uh, they are the I know we'll be in Aiken in March. We'll be in Aiken twice. We'll be back in Horry County. But like I said, tomorrow night, I'll be in Scruffy's Auction House at 6.30 p.m. And uh, you can come out. I'd love to meet you. If you have any questions, I can definitely answer them. And same thing in Anderson this coming Monday. Uh, and it will be at 12 o'clock at the Tipsy Tavern. Trucker Bob Musselwhite and Zoe Warren might be, okay, mm -hmm. and have to remember what I told you earlier, we might be at the Antique Speedway in Columbia this coming Sunday, one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, so keep your ears and keep your eyes open. Excellent. Excellent. I'm going to have to keep my ears on for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, that's a trucker term. I, I ask people all the time, hey, you got your ears on? Uh, ears and on. some guys actually look like they lost their ears, but they got them. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming on, sir. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we will definitely be uh, looking for you in the future. And uh, God bless. And I hope everything goes great. And I hope you get elected, honestly, because I liked a lot yes. of what I heard. And I'm Thank pretty you. sure a lot of our listeners did too. Well, Most it's from definitely. the heart. Like I said, from the heart, I want to protect South Carolinians and I want to administer justice, life, and liberty for all South Carolinians. And I want to thank you all for what you're doing. You are patriots. You're American patriots. You're Georgia patriots. One day you might be South Carolina, South Carolinian patriots. I hope so. It's a great place to live, folks. Uh, so, uh, I appreciate y'all having me on tonight. Uh, and you ever, uh, have an opening for me again, give us a holler and we're going to make it happen. That's what truckers do. We make good things happen, folks. Absolutely. All right. And we appreciate it. And again, thank you. Thank you tons and, uh, good luck. That's all I can say is yep. good luck. Cause I know what you're fighting. You're fighting an uphill battle and the shit just keeps rolling down at you and you got to jump over it or do something about it. And it sounds like well, you I got a giant shovel and I got a giant truck and guess what? Uh, we're going to shovel it, put it in the truck and throw it in the manure pile where it goes, brother. Gotcha. And that's <laughs> all them bad old boy, corrupt politicians. Well, thank you again, sir. You, sir. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Yes, we'll talk and to you soon. Thank you. I look forward to talking to both of y'all also. Y'all have a great evening. And to all our patriots out there, God bless you and God bless America. Thank you much, sir. Have a thank good night. You. Good night. You too now. Wow. Trucker Bob Muscle yeah. White right I, there. There you one. go. I love him. He's He's got the fire. He's He, he got really angry, too. He, yes. He's got a thing about old Henry McMaster. He's he's woo! not a fan. No, 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 not at all. Uh, that was very impressive. Either way, that was, that was uh, great. if you guys live in South Carolina or you know somebody who lives in South Carolina, uh, get out there. Uh, he is uh, uh, that is uh, him and Zoe Warren. I'm telling you right now. They are amazing as a as a as a grouping. Yeah, uh, a both team. of them. We've talked to both of them now, and uh, Zoe got us this interview with Trucker Bob. Uh, 
he is a trucker, which is amazing in and out of itself. Um, and he is running to be the next governor of South Carolina. And matter of fact, running is, I, I don't even think is an option he's, we can actually he's, use. He's, he's going to be yeah. the next governor of I, South Carolina. I, I, I doubt this will happen, but I honestly hope the ballot reads trucker Bob. Oh my God, that would be <laughs> so outstanding. Win in a landslide. Like yeah. if, the, if the ballot read trucker Bob Musselwhite, like people would just be a trucker. I'm voting for a trucker. People love their truckers. All right. Uh, yeah, what, big what, dumb. <laughs> Hauling shit out of here. Love for all 89. When he was talking about truckers, love and freedom, I couldn't help but think of when in the social credit episode of Black Mirror, when the main character gets picked up by a trucker when she hits hits Yep. yep. And I, that, I remember that, that too. That particular character looks a lot like Jen Piznazzi. Doesn't she? Yes. <laughs> Actually, she's the chick from uh, 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 what movie? Oh, uh, Lost World. Uh, Jurassic Park Lost World. Yes, she's, she's still, the same. She still looks she's like the same character. I was amazed. I was yes. like, "How is that possible?" Yeah, that played opposite Chris Pratt. Correct. Yeah, okay. and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, uh, "She put on some weight for that role." I thought <laughs> might have been just me, but I don't know. <laughs> My thing with redheads. Either way, folks, we're gonna play an ad real quick. We will be right back. Yeah, uh, I gotta figure out uh, where'd you put it. Yeah, right here. There it is. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code Defiant. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Furocron, Delta Cron, or whatever, Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are isomectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are desinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them you know, a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website. Sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. Mill where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. 
Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spend a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. Yeah! I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what do you wait? So we're back. Yeah. My bad. Uh, so uh, as we opened up tonight with uh, Edwin Starr, uh, who sung. Josh, uh, you missed the trucker. EMS, uh, EMS swallows here. Uh, that's Josh, not our Josh, a different Josh. But yes, yes. Uh, we had uh, we had trucker Bob Musselwhite on just now. Um, Josh is also a trucker, so he was uh, go. fighting ice in Ohio to get home so he could come watch the podcast. So welcome. We're glad you're here. Glad you're safe. Yeah. Um, but we started out the podcast tonight with War by uh, Edwin I, Edwin Watt. And uh, anyway, I, I thought it war. was kind of uh, ironic that like last night after we got done talking about how we thought that this was like a wag the dog moment. Yeah. Uh, within four hours of us getting off the air, um, Russia attacked Ukraine okay. uh, with a limited military incursion, as President Putin called it. Yeah. So um, honestly, and and I still think they were wagging the dog, but we didn't think that through all the way because we thought that Putin was just going to go along with it and give Biden the win. And honestly, we should have known better. Uh, we should have. However, I <laughs> Putin is never going to give Biden a win. Putin was going to take that opportunity. And honestly, I think Xi Jinping is going to come right behind him. And I think he's going to take Taiwan. In fact, I think there's already some planes that, yeah, that broke Taiwan the uh, no-fly area. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they did it four times today. They're, so. they're planning. They, I, I think that's, this is probably what they planned at the Olympics and uh, uh, in their little meeting there. Um, but, you know, it's... All I can tell you is this. Nothing has gone to plan uh, currently right now with Russia. Russia was trying to do a shock and all thing, same type the United States tried to do in Iraq, which we did do very successfully. In uh, 24 hours, pretty much the war was over because we had already made it to Baghdad and took, an o took over all of the presidential palaces in Baghdad. However, uh, Russia has found that... Uh, uh, the Ukrainians are putting up a bit of a fight. Uh, they declared sometime early this morning that Russia had taken control of the Kiev airport. Um, and in actuality, that wasn't accurate. They didn't. Uh, matter of fact, they had three helicopters shot down. They had a bunch of tanks destroyed. And uh, they had encircled the Kiev airport with... Uh, with helicopters, but then they had like four helicopters shot down and they were like, um, Russia realized that Kiev's going to actually fight, put back. up a fight. They, and they they thought that it was going to be more like Afghanistan where they would show up with big, bad weapons and then they would disappear. Um, not so much, not the case here. No, in fact, Zelensky called out for everybody, regardless of basically you want to, you want to defend your country come and we'll give you a gun. Yeah. That that's it. You know, if you're basically between the ages of 
15 and 85 come and get a gun so there's a lot going on there there's a lot to unpack we're going to get into all that tonight because we got a ton of it uh plus uh some other things that are going on out here that are also kind of crazy yeah um so uh all right big dumb said yeah taiwan is to toast it's all fake thoughts possible it is possible. And the Ukrainian army is equipped with the most javelin missile systems than any other country. Other than us. Yeah. Because we make them. So it's, uh, it's a tough one. 18 to 60. 18 to 60. 18 to 60. Those from 18 to 60 are actually required right now. They cannot leave the country. They have to stay and serve. But Ukrainians are like that. They will. Those guys are. Those guys are. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. met a bunch of Ukrainians. Trust me. I've served with them. Those guys are some crazy motherfuckers. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. Some crazy motherfuckers. Did, is the top story on the bottom of your stories? Because I'm missing one. And I think maybe it got. Oh my God. You keep pointing. No, it's no. not. Well, damn it. You didn't do anything with it. So weird. I don't know where it went. I'll look it up on my phone then. Um, because I, I found it really interesting that there are specifically, there are five countries that are supporting Russia and China. Um, and uh, it, it was the countries themselves. Of course, China was one of them. Uh, Brazil was another. And um, well, that doesn't surprise me at all. South Africa. That doesn't surprise me. But it just, it seemed like all the countries that were supporting them were ones that uh, kind of go up against the New World Order. I don't know. It almost seems like no geopolitically that doesn't surprise me because they have some tie with either Russia or with China, uh, for instance. Okay. So Ukraine, one of the primary trading countries with Ukraine is China. Okay. Like most of the wheat that comes from, but China supports Ukraine, Russia goes directly to China. That's my point. Because they Do you see that they're going to get a better deal out of this Russia. This doesn't matter anymore. It's no longer a big deal. The problem is is that Russia is about to be engaged in a very long land war. And the problem with that is is that I don't think Russia's equipped or ready to handle it. Hmm. Russia's thinking that it's going to be like what it was for us in Afghanistan or Iraq. That being said, with with that happening, now Russia is going to get in in a protracted long war with Ukraine and it's going to go to the streets. It's going to go into the cities. And I, I don't think we learn the hard way with men, equipment, valuable shit, especially life, human life. Yeah. They haven't fought a war like that. This is their first major military engagement. The most military since engagement. World War II? No, since Afghanistan. They haven't fought okay. anything like this. They have no idea what this is going to be like. When you, okay, so I always tell people this. When you pin an animal in the corner, what is the scariest part of that whole incursion? When they realize that they're trapped and start fighting back that look in their eye like everything I'm changes and i'm, I'm gonna to do everything to eat yes. directly through your stomach and watch all your intestines fall out on the floor that being said that's what they're doing the ukrainians right now the united states is doing nothing to help no one is doing anything no. to help we have yet to put a do you think trump would have let this go on the way no. it's going on right now but first off it wouldn't have happened under trump and we'll get to that because he no, no, yesterday. but my point but is this. No, it would not. We would have already had drones up in the in the yeah. sky. Oh, yeah. We would have already attacked, counterattacked 
even if it was via a drone, yep. we would have let Putin know we're watching. Yep. We would have dropped bombs from B-1Bs that are flying 40, 60,000 feet overhead, protected by some of the best equipment in any military arsenal out there right now. Is that happening currently right now? No. No. Joe Biden went on TV tonight he and made himself look like an ass. Literally $2 sanctions. Exactly. $2 sanctions. Stuff that is not going to have an effect for over two years. <laughs> when you sanction a country like that, oh, in two years it's going to hurt me? And Guess what? Hold he, my beer. Watch this. Okay, he's I'm going to make more money in taking over Ukraine. He's sanctioning the banks and he's saying, oh, that you know, this bank is no longer allowed to do business in the United States. We're going to seize all their assets and they have, you know, billions of dollars here. No, no, they don't. They took all of their money out of our banking system last month and they announced it. That was the first sign that, hey, look, yes. Putin's not screwing around. Yeah, that's true. That should have been like our initial, that's like our precursor to war. Hey, look, Putin's not fucking around when he takes all of his cash out and dumps it into gold, silver, and every other precious commodity that you could think of. Yeah. Because he's expecting the rest of the economy across the world to shit the fucking bed. Yeah. That's exactly what he's expecting right now. Yeah. And we'll take a hit on this. Yes, we yeah. said it was... We wag said it dog. was wagging the dog. But, but honestly, sometimes you you wag the dog so hard it turns around and bites you. So well, yeah, well, you can't make excuses like that. You made the call too. I'm just saying I that did. it I is, did. Uh, and I, I still think they were wagging the dog, but Putin took advantage because never let a crisis go to waste. So welcome, Sergeant Horse. Glad to see you here. Uh, Big Dumb says, "Have you all heard about the Nazi angle to all this? That potentially some of the Ukrainian government military are neo Nazis." Uh, Putin said that he actually came out and said something like. Uh, he's he's going to get rid of all the Nazis in the Ukrainian government. Well, he There's also something to that effect. And big dumb. Speaking of the those sanctions, that goes to the point that this is a fake war and all part of the Great Reset. Hence the energy gas aspect, economic collapse, etc. John Kerry told Putin after the invasion not to forget about climate change. Hmm. Hmm. Which was the um, central concept of klaus schwab's new book the great narrative was climate change yeah well, and, one of them and we're all terrorists but you know climate change so slightly off topic but do dick lives still matter yes dick lives absolutely still matter yeah not to me shit i'll blast one of them fuckers off in a heartbeat <laughs> so anyway right. um it, it, talking about this this is going to become this is already pro, it's already and it's what second second night now. Um, they're getting ready right now. Apparently, like at least an hour ago, they were talking about it. Three AM was coming close. Yeah, it's normally when the planes start flying overhead over there in Ukraine. So we're waiting to see what really happens tonight in Ukraine. I can tell you right now, there's been a lot of I've seen a lot of uh, chatter via the social media stuff uh, where they've shown Russians already being captured. Uh, they have Russians, Ukrainians grab Russians. I'm telling you, Ukrainians are no joke. Uh, if you remember, uh, the movie, um, oh God, the, not the Punisher, but the, um, the, not the enforcer, but, um, he was the, it was uh, Denzel and he played like that former, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you remember that first yep. one where it was the girl, those were all Chechenian. Yep. Those are all Ukrainian mobsters. So just to give you an idea of how deep their craziness goes, all of those guys, they had true Ukrainian tattoos on their body, Ukrainian mob tattoos on their body. That shit's no joke. They're crazy as hell. They're, they're crazy as yeah. all get out. So um, first of all, look where they live. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, It's cold as hell there. Um, all right. So I found a, actually a, a, a great thread uh, from someone named Clint Ehrlich. 
Klaus Schwab is a literal Nazi. Yes, yes he, he is. is. He's actually a physical Nazi too. Yes. And I filled up my tank today. Guy at the gas station said prices were going to go up 10 to 20 cents in the morning, if not tonight. Yeah, I, wow. we filled up both cars in the last two days. Yeah. Wow, that is just... Yeah. Ukrainians or Russians don't fuck around. They no, sure they don't. don't. They do fuck around a lot because it's cold, but they don't, you know, it's not like- He corrected else. himself. He said <laughs> Slavic people are hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. Harder than woodpecker lips is the way I always like to put it. Um, anyway, so this this uh, this thread was actually a, a very insightful and I'm gonna lay it out. And he, he wrote it six weeks ago or just about January 15th. So he said, the world is perched on the edge of an abyss. We may soon see the worst combat in Europe since World War II, killing thousands of people and raising the likelihood of nuclear war. It didn't have to be this way. What's happening? Russia has built up a potential invasion force on its border with Ukraine. Recent photos and video show the Russian military pre-positioning attack helicopters and troop transports. It looks a lot like final preparations for a cross-border assault. Why is this happening? Russia has issued an ultimatum. In the words of their deputy foreign ministers, Sergei Rybokov, no idea. Yeah, whatever. Rybolokov. Okay. Uh, for us, it's absolutely mandatory to make sure that Ukraine never, never, ever becomes a member of NATO. The Russian insists that NATO expansion into Ukraine poses an existential risk to their security. President Putin argues that NATO missiles in Ukraine could hit Moscow within seven minutes or even five minutes once NATO has hypersonic weapons. The U.S. and its European allies have refused to assuage that concern. They insist that someday NATO will expand to include Ukraine, just as the alliance promised in 2008. And so from Russia's perspective, negotiations have hit a dead end. The time for words is ending. This was all foreseen by the architect of the U.S. grand strategy during the Cold War. George Keenan was the diplomat who devised our plan to, quote, contain the Soviet Union. After the USSR collapsed, he warned that expanding NATO would lead us towards war with Russia. Keenan called the first round of NATO's eastward expansion in 1998 a tragic mistake. He said that our differences during the Cold War had been ideological and that with the collapse of communism, it was no longer necessary to treat Russia as an enemy. It is the beginning of a new Cold War, Keenan predicted. Of course, there's going to be a bad reaction from Russia. And then the NATO expanders will say that we always told you that's how Russians are, but this is just wrong. Keenan went to his grave believing that his efforts to secure peace in Europe had been squandered by his successors. This has been my life, and it pains me to see it so screwed up in the end, he said. The irony is that NATO would prefer not to add Ukraine. The 2008 declaration was mostly symbolic, which is why Ukraine has never been presented with an actual timeline for joining the alliance. But we're ready to let Ukraine burn for the principle that it could join. The Biden administration is preparing to fight the Russians inside Ukraine based on the template of fighting the Soviets in Afghanistan. The plan is to train insurgents at camps inside NATO member states, then send them across the border to Ukraine with NATO weapons. The thesis of the strategy is that NATO can kill Russian soldiers with impunity, that its member states can launch cross-border raids using NATO-trained, NATO-armed foreign fighters, and that there is no real risk of Russia retaliating. What if the Russians decide to launch their own cross-border insurgencies inside NATO member states? What if Russian-trained Russian armed fighters start killing NATO forces in Slovenia, Slovakia, or Poland? Would we do nothing then, or would we retaliate? The problem with beginning a chain of escalation is that it's not clear where it ends. Once our countries are caught in a cycle of tit-for-tat retaliation, we inch closer and closer to destroying the world, to sacrificing every human life at the altar of abstract principles. In 1962, Khrushchev 
wrote to Kennedy to defuse the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I know I said his, his name wrong. Crisis, yes. Whatever. He said that our nations ought not to pull on the ends of the rope in which the knot of war is tied because there will come a time when neither of us can untie it. Today, our leaders are busy pulling the ends of the rope. The knot of war is growing tighter and tighter. I pray the day will never come when it shall be cut, but I am fearful. So the craziest part about all of that is, first of all, I think that was a pretty accurate no, analysis. It is sitting. He wrote it six weeks ago, especially. OK, but, can yeah. you stop? Yep, go ahead. So the bigger issue I, I think that's there is that Russia's been a part of NATO. Yeah. Since 2000. Yeah. Actually, they joined in 94, but then they got out very shortly after. They actually sit right on the uh, right now on the NATO Security Council. They're the head of the NATO Security Council. They're the president of the NATO Security Council. So explain to me again how Ukraine joining NATO is actually a threat towards Russia. Russia's already in charge of it. Um, uh, that's that's what Putin is claiming. I again, this shit again wouldn't but happen. Putin under also said that he invaded Ukraine for. This, the health of the citizens of Ukraine. Yeah, I know. He and made then he an independent to bond, bomb, bomb the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah, I know. For the last 24 hours, yeah. that's all he's been doing. So he's all about They've launched health. over 180 something rockets yeah. and uh, missiles, uh, uh, what, cruise missiles into Ukraine. Um, so anyway. Big Dumb said Alex Jones called the war back in October. He said, quote, the big war looks like it's coming in February. Say what you will, but the guy is right about a lot of shit. He absolutely is. You're right. No, I agree. I'm not saying that he's, he's not. And welcome. Welcome um, to the show. Biden sucks stuff. Yep. Yep. We'll pack. <laughs> so again, like I said, this wouldn't have happened if Trump was in office. And how do we know this? Well, just, uh, this was actually, uh, this was just a rehash of, uh, an opinion piece that came out much earlier, but uh, Trump talks about Putin mocking Merkel in a Mar-a-Lago interview. Um, just a peek inside the White House with bad news piles up for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, weak Joe Biden is no match for Putin's uh, impending demands. And it's a wake up call for everyone in the United States. Palm Beach, Florida, it was President's Day and Donald Trump looked especially relaxed wearing a white golf shirt and blazoned with presidential seal. Um, bright red MAGA hat with 45 on both sides. He was talkative about the, uh, the combative, uh, with whatever. That's just stupid. Um, uh, where is he actually at? After kicking off the litany of America's woes from the open border to inflation, to the mounting energy prices, tra Trump added, I never thought anything like this could happen. He remains especially troubled by the deadly chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, asking, can you imagine taking our military out first after giving up a big, beautiful Bagram Air Base? Just and that's just an hour from China. It was the single biggest embarrassment in the history of our country. And does he think Biden will finish the term? I don't know, he said, but I we are being systematically destroyed. We are no longer feared, respected or even liked throughout the world. Uh, as we talked and the news about Vladimir Putin's declaration for independence of the two Ukrainian provinces, Trump was flabbergasted by the audacity, but not surprised. I got along great with Putin, he said. I like him. I respect him. He's doing his thing. But our people aren't doing theirs. Uh, eager to draw a contrast to Biden, he told stories of relevant crisis, both involved his fight with NATO members that were not paying their agreed upon share to the common defense, especially Germany. Uh, and... He said that Germany uh, 
I sent her a white flag. He said, former Chancellor Angela Merkel. Merkel. She said, what is, what is this? I said, it's a flag surrender. So you don't have to go out and buy a new one. He also recounted the exchange <laughs> of Brussels meeting of all 28 member NATO countries. And if you remember this meeting, this is the one where um, dictator Trudeau dope was standing out there and he started making fun of, fun of Trump. Um, where he was pushing more payments, leading um, leading the Austrian leader to ask whether or not the United States would still defend those countries against a Russian attack if they didn't pay up. No, Trump's answered. We will not defend you. Um, his answer led the public uproar that Trump was reneging on the, alli uh, alleg the allegiance's Article 5 provision under which any attack of one NATO member is considered an attack on all. And what they amounted to the deal, Trump later insisted he was not reneging Instead, NATO countries point ponied up some more cash in totals and totals of hundreds of billions of dollars. And it's obvious still eyeing his experience for current feckless uh, against Russia. He said NATO is a paper tiger. And I agree with that because I've seen them. There are other there are other stories making the rounds, too, that they are even more proactive. One one has it that Trump not nothing. Noting, noting that Putin seized the land in Georgia when George W. Bush was president and seized the Crimean Peninsula when Barack Obama was president, warned Putin against the land grab on his watch. He said, if you move against Ukraine while I'm president, Trump said to have told the Russian leader, I will hit Moscow tomorrow. He also said to Putin, uh, Putin reportedly scoffed, no way, leading Trump to say all of those beautiful golden turrets will all be gone. Okay. And notice nothing happened. A similar story involves Chinese, Chinese pr President Xi Jinping. It was during a visit to Mar-a-Lago in 2017 when Trump famously interrupted the chocolate cake dessert to declare that he had just ordered U.S. military to fire 59 Tomahawk cruise missiles at, at a Syrian airbase after the Syrian government used chemical weapons against rebels and civilians. Uh, during that same visit, Trump reportedly told Xi that any military move against Taiwan would be met with the same attack on Beijing. Xi, like Putin, said, sat there in stun and thought it was possible that neither man believed that Trump was serious. While it was also po possible that both accounts were exaggerated, either fact makes Trump, with what happened after that, nothing ever took place. Therefore, we believe Trump's side more than any other. I got along best with the tougher ones. He now summarizes relationships with foreign leaders. And this is kind of- Because you don't I, have to walk on eggshells with them. You it, can be a New Yorker with the tough ones. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my point. You can sit back and do nothing. Yeah. But be unpredictable. Yeah. The difference between Trump and Biden, Biden told them that like, look, uh, well, we're considering some more sanctions. Yeah. What type of foreign policy is that? And Russia's now on full war footing. They don't give a fuck about sanctions. No, they, they don't they care, care at less. all. Because they're going to make more money when they yeah. loot and take all the money out of the banks in Ukraine Absolutely. anyway. So Absolutely. it doesn't matter. Most definitely. So And, and um, hold on real quick to uh, to your, your point. Actually, Russia was suspended from NATO in 2014 yep. over Ukraine. But they're still in the National Security Council. They are the president right now of the National Security Council in Ukraine. That's why I just looked it up. Okay. That's how I know. I don't know. That's crazy. What? Uh, this smells like a trap. Our military is still going through sensitive sensitivity training. Maybe we can send a bunch of purple haired beaver bumping sh shims. I can't even finish that. <laughs> I like it. The beaver bumping shims. I, <laughs> I like it. Yes. Yes. Uh, everything is a trap, but yes, I would have to agree because do you know what Russia, China, 
South Africa, Brazil, all have in common? What's that? They are not mass inoculating their populations, most specifically their militaries. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Neither Russia or China is uh, requiring or even pushing the jab on their military. I wonder why. So the, my big point about tr Trump and everything that's going on and the reason this wouldn't happen under Trump's watch, and I believe that it wouldn't have, have, have happened. I don't think yeah. we would even be in this position right now. But when a wolf smells fear, he attacks just like a dog. Absolutely. Um, and right now, Putin smells fear in Biden. And he's like, screw it. I'm going for it. Because you know what? Biden's not going to do shit. Biden can barely remember his name or where he's at every day, let alone whether or not he's president. Well, you know, this is funny. I found this in the Irish Times. Of all um, people to be reporting the news these days. I'm sorry. The Irish Mirror. The Irish Mirror online. Um, I didn't know they knew what a mirror was. I've been to Ireland several times. Anyway. There's not a whole lot of mirrors in Ireland. Uh, they're, they're apparently a little terrified, too. Vladimir Putin has appeared to threaten nuclear strikes if any country tried to attack Russia in retaliation in a terrifying speech. The president said the consequences of any attempt to strike back following the country's invasion of Ukraine would provoke a response never seen in history. Analysts believe the threat of deploying nuclear weapons should the Russian army be attacked by forces outside of Ukraine was implicit in President Putin's speech. Broadcast live on television at 5.45 a.m. Moscow time, President Putin said, whoever tries to impede us, let alone create threats for our country and its people, must know that the Russian response will be immediate and lead to the consequences you have never seen in history. Yep. All relevant decisions have been taken. I hope you hear me. So uh, it sounds like he took a play out of Trump's handbook right there. Well, another thing that uh, I had a, somebody asked me a question today. I started giggling uh, immediately upon it. But somebody said, well, why, why is the news making such a big deal about Chernobyl? About yeah, because they took Chernobyl. Yeah, I why? was wondering about that. Why would why would why would the Russians want Chernobyl in the first place? So, if you're not aware, um, and I had to go back and look it up, but I, I, I thought HBO it was um, miniseries. It was actually excellent. Are you done? No, you just interrupt for no reason all the time. So, in 1986, um, a 35 year old nuclear power plant, basically uh, a chain reaction was started in K reactor that once you start a chain reaction in one of the reactors, there is absolutely, once you start the reactor, you actually put it online, there's an actual atomic chain reaction that's going on within the reactor itself. Uh, some, you know, everybody theorized about what happened that night in Chernobyl. And one of the theories was some stupid, basic, you know, dude who's in the military, was looking for a promotion, was like, hey, we're gonna cause the reactor to think it's it's having a meltdown and there's so many rods that you can put in these things and these rods are huge uh one rod i believe is about i think it's like 16 feet long um it's roughly about two and a half feet in diameter and it weighs uh pretty much close to a metric ton and it is just pure plutonium uh 235 is what they're putting in these things or well back then what they were putting actually i think it was uranium 234 they were putting in these things and this rod, once it's inserted, it's basically causes a reaction. The, the tube around it causes a reaction, which causes it to generate heat. And as the water is poured on it, it boils and steams off. And as the steam pumps up, it pushes a, a turbine, which then causes electricity. Well, when you put too many of these things in there and it goes past a certain point, 
uh, that point, that reaction, you can't bring it back. You can't stop it and bring it back. So it caused a meltdown. Well, they had what they called an automatic ejection system. And the automatic ejection system completely failed that night. It's supposed to push the rod directly right back out of the reactor. Well, that never happened that night, which caused the meltdown in K-reactor. Well, as the Russians, and this really brought, a bent, brought about the end of the Cold War, because at the time it was uh, old bird shit guy on his head. Uh, what's his name? Um not Khrushchev, but um, Gor Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Gorbachev at the time was the um, USSR's president or whatever he called himself, commissar. Anyway, he dumped so much money into covering up Chernobyl that he ended up bankrupting the USSR and the USSR lost all their money. Well, all the other reactors were eventually terminated because it was unlivable. You couldn't live there because the radiation levels were so high. What they ended up doing was dumping tons of cement over K-Reactor. And uh, over the past, I don't know, two, three, four, five decades, they have been, or well, three decades, they have been going back and dumping more cement over that area because the concrete begins to crack and it separates and it starts emitting radiation. Um, in that though, K reactor has never, ever been shut down because once it started, you cannot shut it down. There's no way you can shut that some bitch down. There are still 11 rods in K reactor right now that are still alive. They're still burning. Their half-life is 385 years, I believe for one rod. And that's only at the time in which the reaction started. So you got to figure there's two that actually started that night. And you're looking at the half-life of those two. Well, it doesn't matter. We'll all be long dead before that shit happens. Mm -hmm. Either way, they took over that. That's a kind of a telltale sign. Because if they're going after that, they know just like most people know, Chernobyl itself, you can live there again. People started to move back into Chernobyl. Really? People who wanted to die there moved back into Chernobyl. But I thought that within... With a nuclear meltdown like that, it was unlivable for like hundreds of years. No, it it's not. The areas around have been deemed safe. You don't actually get the pen anymore until you actually are right near the reactor. You the reactor site. When you get on the ground where you see all the boots that are yeah. melted in the ground, yeah. where they covered them in cement already yeah. because of the cement that was dumped on top of this reactor, you can see that's when your radiac meter on your pen starts to the okay. isotopes itself can be washed away. And they did that. Uh, but the actual spewing of all that blue shit that was blown up that they found on top of London Tower and the yeah radioactive New York, material uh, all uh, the way around the world yeah from they Chernobyl. found it all yeah. the way in New York on, yeah. and on the Washington Monument. As a matter of fact, they found it on the tip of the they found U two thirty four on top of the Washington Monument, which is just absolutely ridiculous when you think about it. But they went after Chernobyl, which tells me a lot. He's trying to take back what the USSR used to be. Yeah. The oh, bad yeah. part is Belarus think that that they just played the smart guy game and gave in to old Putin and said, hey, yeah, you can attack Ukraine from the north. What Belarus doesn't realize is when Putin's done with Ukraine, he's just gonna he's going there. to Belarus next. He's just going to stay there. He's No, he's going to Belarus next. Same thing with Moldova. He's going to take all of the Russian countries that were originally under the USSR because you got to remember who Putin is. Putin is an old KGB SVR guy. He is not a new you know, any of this new KGB bullshit going on. So he wants the USSR back the way it was. So that means Poland. That means all of those countries that used to be fall, that used to fall under the iron curtain are going back to the iron curtain. And that's it. 
Putin's not going to have it any other way. And why not now? We got a bunch of sissy boy bitches that are in power all over this country. Look at what's going on in France. Yeah. Look at what's going on in Italy. Canada. Look what's going on in Canada. Look what's going on in England. Look what's going on in the fucking United States of America. Even Germany. Yeah. A German. Oh, my God. He's a fucking tool a and a half. Austria, Australia, New Zealand. It, seriously, the only ones that are standing up that have not gone woke are Russia, China. South Africa, Brazil and Brazil, hmm. all the ones that are they're they're the only ones coming out against the new world order. Again, Putin said he was going into Ukraine to get rid of all the, the Nazis and something about Satan, Satanists, too. Um, so Biden stuck stuff said, uh, I'm working uh, with hold Taiwan. On. Hold on. Hold on. Because uh, I actually got something more to add to that, because you just brought up a very good point. Hmm. Hey, look over here at this hand. But yeah. The shiny mirror. I well, get that one. Uh, welcome back, Tara. Good to see you, girl. Yeah, shims everywhere. Um, the the I, I share your concern about Taiwan specifically because of what the Chinese foreign ministry spokesman Hua Chunying uh, said to Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Uh, he said, Taiwan is not Ukraine. Taiwan has always been an inalienable part of China. This is an indisputable legal and historical fact. Oh, I completely believe that that's coming. That's so, the yeah. next thing. But my point is, is, is this, this is the, this is the, the crux of it is what our response right now to Ukraine, because I guarantee China was sitting back just saying, go for it, Vlad. Yeah, go ahead. You do your thing. Yeah. We'll support you. That way not not like, not like, Hey, um, no, go do it. Test the waters for us. Yeah. You're like our, hey, there's see a bus what, coming. Just see what, stand. see what Biden does. Yeah. If you do it, go see, go see if any of these people actually so do anything. Now my question is, he just did it in Ukraine. Vlad saw everything. Xi Jinping sitting there saying saw everything. Hey, hey look at this not? bitch. You know what? I'm take, take and boom. And now, Taiwan you know back. what? He He's going right into Taiwan next. Yep, he sure stand is. by because that one's coming next. And there was a post, I believe, and I want to say it was after the posts that you've already read. And it was about two big brothers fighting on the block. Well, little brother is having his own problems in his own country, which causes big brother and big brother to get up together and come over and take over little brother. What are the chances of that? And what I, I want to say it was like post 377. Somewhere around there. I'll have to look it up. But he talks about the two biggest boys on the block fighting it out. And then, but meanwhile, little cousin, I, I don't remember if he referred to him as little brother or little cousin, but little cousin uh, would think, yeah, let's just see. Hmm. Somewhere in there. It's around there. So anyway, that's why the Chernobyl thing is such a big deal. A lot of people don't realize that, that there's still nine or nine between nine and 12 active plutonium rods u-234 which can be still refined again and made into u-239 or u-235 whichever you're going to use to blow up uh two or three cities depending on which one you want you got to remember a pound and a half of u-235 was used in uh nagasaki and hiroshima uh for fat man and little boy so if you you think about how big of a blast that was it's not really you don't really out of a 16 foot rod a pound and a half is all they used just to give you an idea of what type of blast that would cause across the world. Cause now you're getting two extra uh, rods out or a bunch of extra rods out of that thing. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, either way, moving right along because we'd still have more news. Uh, but first, um, what did this feckless moron have to do? She is the dumbest person on the planet. 
She, she, we got to get into some humor here. Yeah. She so we're going to let she, her go. Uh, then there is quite a bit of humor coming up too, but she wins the dumb person award of the day. All right. We're giving her the gold medal. Like yes. she was competing for it. Yes. I mean, not that yes. she's really, she's, competing she is for the shit. gold. She, she wins the gold medal in the stupidity Olympics for today. Um, wait a minute. Hey, sweetheart. I didn't know Hungary actually. And now I'm terrible at geography. Uh, hold on. But wait, wait, stop, stop, Russia. stop real quick. You're not allowed to speak on this at all. Yeah, because I am, I am her geog geography is horrible. Yeah, but, but yours worse. is fucking. <laughs> you get worse. lost in your own state. So let's not even I get, get there. Lost in my own town, okay? You get lost in your own house ninety percent of the time. <laughs> well, but that's true. <laughs> uh, I would love to know what map she's looking at because she must fucking be upside down and drunk. This must have been after her seventh or eighth fifth of vodka, because I am guaranteeing that woman before she goes out and speaks on microphone, she's just sitting there fucking drinking up a storm. Put money on it. Oh yeah. That's not water. Holy shit. What the hell's wrong with her? She's so dumb. She is so dumb. She's so dumb. My husband's like, uh, I think much Tara, better. Tara said, my husband is like, eh, I, I wouldn't know, think man. much on that, but I don't know. All right. God, I love Rod talk. <laughs> of course you do. Is that the new, is that the new comment for neuter shooter? I like that. She doesn't look human. No, she's no, not. especially in with that, clackers? in that video. Yeah. Like pull it, pull it back up. Prather. Oh, it's it's Hungary. That's right. It's Hungary. Remember, you said Hungary like <laughs> two months ago. It is. <laughs> oh, but yeah. anyway, she's an idiot. Yeah, she is an idiot. So, what did you want to pull up? What the fact that she looks she, like a lizard person? Yeah, she looks so weird. She really does look like a lizard person. Like I don't her lips know. are like falling off. Yeah, so weird. Okay, love I, your shirt. I just Hugo Stiglitz. Yes. Hugo Stiglitz. Hugo Stiglitz. Bringing Slayers back. That's right. That's what I'm going to be doing. Bringing Slayers back. All right. Well, since we were talking about Trump, let's let's move on to Trump because I believe Trump is next. Oh no, Trump's not next. No, Trump's not next. Jesus, okay. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, that's right. It's gas prices. It's it's yes. Nazi. This is how we define. This is why we we're not talking about that inflation's caused gas prices to go up. No, Ukraine. Rather, no, Ukraine is the reason our gas prices yep. are going up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tara said the next night he started to say Canada <laughs> stopped himself. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Following up on Weech's question, yeah. a lot of focus on the economic pain in Russia potentially from these sanctions. But what about the economic pain here? Uh, the Russians are saying they think gas prices in Europe are going to double. How high could they get here? Well, I think, again, Peter, as I said to Weech, I mean, some of this depends on what President Putin does. So as he's suggesting what the impact will be around the world, it's all based on what his actions are, just to be very clear about it. What the president is focused on and is working on is taking every step we can to, uh, to communicate with, coordinate with, engage with uh, big global suppliers around the world to minimize the impact on the energy markets. But even without all this going on, gas in California is almost $5 a gallon. Should people across the country expect to see that kind of a number when they go to gas up their car? $5, $6? Well, again, I think as you heard the president say last week, uh, standing up for our values is not without cost. 
what we're trying to do is minimize that cost. So I don't have a prediction of it right now because we're trying to minimize the impact on the global energy market. All right. I got something for Grape Ape here because this shit just, this <laughs> blows my fucking mind. How is standing up for our beliefs going to cost us? If anything, standing up for our fucking beliefs don't cost shit. All right. Period. This bitch and this administration. What the fuck? Di Diogeo Perez. 14 Diego Perez. Hey. No idea. Okay. I have no idea. Sorry. Keep going. Anyway, this bitch. And what she's talking about, it's going to cost us. No, it shouldn't cost us. What What's costing us? The fact that we're not doing anything, the fact that dumbass is standing in front of a podium saying, well, I think these sanctions will cripple Russia's chances uh, for world domination. When, Joe? No, no, they In won't. six years? No. no it's not going to happen tomorrow, you fucking great nerd get the fuck out of here <laughs> i hate people that just talk out their ass well look america you're too dumb we're really smart and you're really dumb you won't understand any of this anyway i loved it you know my favorite time when i was in washington dc is when i had a sta staffer tell me oh don't worry about it you won't understand any of this really and i that's exactly the look on my face i was like really I was like, why? Because I'm just an enlisted guy and who gives a fuck? I'll shoot your dick off from a mile, but you're <laughs> going to tell me that I'm not going to understand something. Let me tell you how diplomacy is really you can done. Calculate the velocity of the bullet and the based trajectory, on the wind speed and trajectory and, and temperature all of that and 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 yes, and no. successfully demonstrate a pinpoint circumcision. I think you could probably understand anything. Geopolitical climate. Yes. yes. I okay. completely agree with that. All right. But uh, she's an idiot. Big Dumb has to go. He's going live in about 20 minutes. So Sweet. Um, I have to pick up our son from because he had a shooting competition today. He is uh, training to be like his father. Um, another neuter shooter. Another neuter shooter. So my mother was kind enough to pick him up because, of course, he finished 15 minutes after we started the broadcast, as usual. Of course. So because that's what happened. So either way. Uh, uh, but I I can, I mean, I can pop on for my car. Mick might want to pop in too to Big Dump. So when we finish up here, y'all go and watch uh, the Big Dump podcast. As so. well as Josh, the Red Pill Project, yeah. when you get a chance. Uh, also, real quick and just real quick news. I'm not going to read the rest of these. Uh, we'll save those for another night. But Trudeau reversed all of his controversial Emergencies Act. Yeah. How about that, huh? Yeah. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced Wednesday that he is revoking the extraordinary emergency powers police given to break up demonstrations at, uh, and blur border blockades triggered by the government sanctions of COVID-19 restrictions. The situation is no longer an emergency. Isn't it amazing overnight that there was no longer an emergency, no longer an emergency. concerning COVID-19 in Canada? Amazing. It wasn't, well, it wasn't COVID-19. It was the truckers. It was a domestic terrorism emergency. Trudeau invoked the never-before-used measures February 14th, which gave the police the right to declare certain areas of downtown Ottawa, Ontario, no-go zones. Police were also showed to arrest people in force, tow companies, uh, and haul-away vehicles, as well as freeze truckers' personal and corporate bank accounts. Uh, after the kickback felt from around the world, both in America, Canada, and everywhere else, and how the truckers have responded by still staying in downtown Ottawa, yeah. which Trude is hysterical. Trudeau they blinked. had a fucking party down there. Trudeau blinked. Yes. Yeah. So Trudeau gave in. The truckers Trudeau gave won. In. Yes. Which honestly. Which it, I'm proud to report. But it's also just another telltale sign for Putin. Yes, I know. Right? Because which, if Trudeau couldn't even stand up to a bunch of what? 
truck drivers. I mean, on, on no offense to the truck drivers, but I'm sure he considers them to be uneducated, unwashed, deplorable, subpar. Exactly. Truck drivers. Um, you know, if, if Trudeau can win against them, there is no way in hell he's ever going to win against Putin. So just imagine our country right now, if something happens during this truckers convoy that you just heard about from uh, the soon to be next governor of South Carolina, which we hope yeah. and trucker Bob um, and everything else. Now imagine if something happened here like that and it actually divided our country to where we were fighting one against each other. And Russia saw that. Oh. What is what is it a perfect time to oh, happen? Come right on in. Yep. Absolutely. Come on over. Him, uh, invade Russia and China together. Yep. Russia on one uh, on the east on one coast flank and, and one and China on, on the on, other on the other absolutely and they meet in the middle. Yep, it's a, I I hate to say this. There was a movie that did come out about this. It's called Red Dawn. Yes, and that's when Russia, China, and all of the communist countries grouped up together and went after the U.S. Uh, and also, not that new fucking gay ass Red Dawn with what's his name? No, no, no. Also, Channing Tate Yum. Yum. Yeah. Um, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, have you yeah, seen Man in the yeah, High Castle? There's another one, right? And and so in an alternate reality, the Nazis actually won World War II, and uh, but they overtly occupied the U.S. and basically Russia got one half and Japan got the other half. But yeah, and there was a neutral zone in the middle, like in Colorado. Interesting, isn't it? It really is. So again, folks. I, just goes to show you, I was hoping to do a little bit more with the uh, left and right reporting because I wanted to show you a left story and a right story on the same topic and just let you all see the differences in what they report because oh it is pretty ridiculous. But I mean, but we got a lot more. Uh, we do have things to do uh, still and uh, we got to get out of here this time, unfortunately, tonight on time. No, not really. The, kid, the kid's not going anywhere. Well, well then, my mother I, fed my you mother. Were the one. No, no, my mother fed him and he's doing his geometry homework. Fine. So we, we can stay. That's not a big deal. He can wait. So you were, you were making it sound like you had to leave. No, 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 no. So either way. Okay. Uh, so yes. So that's no longer an emergency in Canada. Great. So, uh, very interesting though. After this all went off last night, what was Biden doing? Sleeping probably. That's what we think. Yeah. He was sleeping anyway. It doesn't matter. It's past bedtime. Yeah, that's true. Sundowner syndrome. Fucking Jill's got him in bed before the sun starts to go down. Absolutely. Because if you don't, that some bitch will walk right out the White House. So my next question is, who is going to play Biden at the State of the Union address? I have no idea. Because, you know, it's not going to be Biden. There's no way he would get through the State of the Union after the sun went down. Think well, no, it. actually, he would. He'd be all right. It's, it's during the time the sun is going down that mm. dementia and sundowner syndrome so maybe really he takes just has hold. to take a nap then and then they wake him exactly. up. Exactly. And then they wake and him up and he the thinks state it's the morning. Yep. Okay. But either way, it's not going right. to, we know it's not going to be Biden. We know it's going to be his blank anyway. Yeah. So if you run up and That's smash true. his head, there'd be ink going everywhere. Okay. Well, Trump, um, the duly elected president of the United States, did come out and speak last night, but he went out on Laura Ingram, actually. So let's see. Uh, okay. Yeah, neuter shooter junior. Yes. Yes. Our I'm child right. is neuter shooter junior. Yep. Yes. Shims here, shims there, shims everywhere. We should make a t shirt about that one. I like <laughs> that one too. That's a good one. Old school with the with Patrick. Yes. Patrick Swayze. He was in yeah. Red Dawn. There you go. Yes. Th thank you. And That's the one I like. Kurt, I don't like was that Kurt other. Kurt Russell in that one too? No. I always. No, G uh, Jeremy Ironsides was in it. And uh, there, uh, Patrick Swayze, it was. Uh, um, Tom, uh, not Tom Cruise, but, uh, oh my yeah, God, the crazy matter. one, the crazy one that did all the Coke and the hookers and everything else got in all the trouble. He was, uh, also in wall street. Um, 
he's a member of the brothers like dad's an actor he's an actor and then his little brother's an oh, actor yeah yeah, yeah. Um, emilio Estevez. no not emilio but the other one the one charlie, just, sheehan. charlie sheehan charlie sheehan was the little brother to gotcha. um that's right emilio Estevez. Was. Pa patrick swayze okay. um and then there was a couple other actors that yeah. made it big later on okay but, um, yeah man in the high castle is yeah that is a so good, good that's a great one so COVID is dead and canada is okay so it's all okay no that's it's, what it's i'm thinking not. it's it's that's my take no. on it it's definitely not definitely over definitely not Absolutely over right now so uh i don't know that this will ever be over with trump continue since you were well go ahead and play the the clip here of uh trump because trump went on laura ingram last night and responded to uh putin's invasion of ukraine and it's um of course the news media went nuts actually no i'm sorry they went nuts about his previous one because they could find something in there that that he didn't like he did blame it on the 2020 election and so they got pretty mad about that um but other than that all right i'm sorry to interrupt all right let me okay. bring this up but how critical is it now that this administration, even with all of its climate change, you know, fanaticism, that it moves to lower the cost of energy for Americans, given how we've already seen a huge run up right up to this conflict uh, for a variety of reasons. But this is obviously not helping. Do you think this might break their desire to kill oil and gas, at least for a short period of time? No, because just yesterday he ended up he ended a lot of leases and a lot of uh a lot of the energy and the oil, he ended leases just yesterday because it wasn't good for the environment. This whole environmental thing has gotten out of control. China doesn't adhere to it. Russia doesn't adhere to it. India doesn't adhere to it. Nobody adheres to it but the United States. He's driving us out of business. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And it's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. We have to get back into the real world now. Uh, we had energy at a level that nobody's ever seen. We would have been double the size of Saudi Arabia and Russia combined in one year. We were already bigger, and we were energy independent for the first time, probably ever. They say in 72 years, probably ever. We were President energy Trump, independent, and he we're, blew it. We're just, we're just learning that uh, U.S. officials are looking at um, a potential amphibious landing now in Odessa, Ukraine, again, a month ago or three weeks ago, all the so-called experts were saying that, you know, Putin was probably going to just be content with staying in those separatist regions. Uh, but I think given what's unfolded, sadly, with a lot of weakness in the United States, they just decided to go for it. I mean, it looks like they're going for it. And where I does think, that leave NATO, the NATO alliance? I think you're exactly right. I think that's what happened. He was going to be satisfied with the peace. And now he sees the weakness and the incompetence and the stupidity of this administration. And as an American, I'm angry about it and I'm saddened by it. And it all happened because of a rigged election. This would have never happened. And that includes inflation. And that includes millions of people pouring in on a monthly basis, far more than three million people. And they're coming from 129 different countries. We have no idea what's happening. And they're destroying our country. President Trump. Uh, that that exactly sums up everything we just talked about yeah. concerning our country and the way Russia, China and all of these countries view us right now. Yeah. And he is he couldn't be more on the money. Spot about on. It. It, it, was and it actually sounded like him this time. 
It sure did. I, it didn't I, I said like that while we, were, while yeah. we were playing it. We were yeah. like, holy crap, that actually sounds like him. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that's pretty nuts. And the fact that he was on there live, they brought him on live. That's that's a that is definitely a good thing. Uh, but moving right along, um, what's this one? That's uh, uh, that's that's. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, this is actually really important. I don't know if you all saw this one either. This one's a good one as well. Um, let me blow this one up. We're gonna play this one too. As soon as I get the skip past the ads. Yes. Yeah. So Peter Ducey. Um, so Biden actually took, he did a press conference this afternoon and I watched it after the fact. And I walked into the living room and Mick said, turn that dumbass off. I can't stand to listen to him. That's true. Um, but he actually took questions at the end of it. Interestingly enough, because you know, he, he doesn't normally take questions these days and they didn't maybe go as well as he had expected as, he, as his handlers would have liked yes so yeah Peter I, two topics just really quick first markets are down and gas prices are up i know you always stress the difference between wall street and main street but everybody seems to be in for some economic pain how economically painful is it going to get for people in this country. And I do have one more question. First of all, there's no doubt that when a major nuclear power attacks and invades another country, that the world is gonna respond and markets can respond all over the world. So there's no doubt about that, number one. Number two, the notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions we're going to impose on Russia, period. What's the next question? I'm sorry. The next question is, did you underestimate Putin? And would you still describe him the way that you did in the summer as a worthy adversary? At the time, he was, I made it clear as an adversary, and I said he was worthy. I didn't underestimate him. And I've read most of everything he's written. Did you read? The, I shouldn't. I'm not being a wise guy. The, you, you heard the speech he made. Almost an hour's worth of speech is why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his uh, his ambitions uh, are are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. Can you believe this sniveling little bitch? That we actually agree with him? He actually, he goes, oh, I'm not trying to be a, a smart ass. Yeah, well, that's because he got in trouble the last time that he snapped at Ducey. What a fucking dude. No, so, but him saying that this isn't going to last long, as long as the sanctions work, first off, the sanctions aren't going to work. Secondly, well, even if they're they going to work, but they're going to work they in six years. time. Yeah, yeah, they take a lot of time. It's going to work in six years. And Russia's just going to have at it. They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want in the meantime. So uh, where did Deucey's chin go? That's a great question, Tara. I have no idea. It, it was hiding under that face diaper. Young guns is life. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I, can, I can I can, I can, side with that. All right. And I think there's one more Biden clip. I'm sorry, y'all, because I know that's a, that's a rough one. Upset that's, about That's the same one that you already played, isn't it? No, this is a different one. Is it? Okay. Biden explaining what happens next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Look at the title. So, and we are, I know Mick doesn't necessarily want to go a little late. We are going to go a little late, though, because um, there is a, a, a specific clip that I want to play. I want to get through these, but there's one. We need some humor right now. Yes, we do. We really do. So we have to close out with um, 
a, another clip from our our friend Alex Stein because that is fucking hysterical. He was the one that went in front of the uh, the city council and did the vaccine rap. Remember? Oh, sweet. Yeah, he's got something else. It's hysterical. Outstanding. But we'll get to Biden. Not so funny. Uh, I gotta play the audio because the audio. Sucks. Oh yeah, so we didn't have to listen to the ad. We didn't have to listen to the ad. <laughs> Trying to Full save scale invasion. Ads. Given that you're not pursuing. Uh, disconnecting Russia from what's called SWIFT, the international banking system, or other sanctions at your disposal. Respectfully, sir, what more are you waiting for? Specifically, with the sanctions we've imposed exceed SWIFT. The sanctions we imposed exceed anything that's ever been done. The sanctions we imposed have generated two-thirds of the world joining us. No, they, they don't. are profound sanctions. Let's have a conversation in another month or so to see if they're working. No, they in another month or so in another month or so, they're going to fucking take over Ukraine. What the fuck are you talking about? You old doofy bastard. And the sanctions you imposed do not cause any damage for at least six years, six years. Why did you do it that way? What do you want to bet? He got orders, marching orders from the new world order. What do you want to bet this motherfucker right here? This old sack of fucking this walking colostomy bag of fuck ups <laughs> got his marching orders from the fucking from the goddamn new world order and he said well i'm gonna impose these sanctions that aren't gonna have any effect for another six years because that's what i was what do you want to bet it says on his paper do not say because that's what i was told to do they, in big blocked letters maybe <laughs> this fucking moron but they wouldn't write that on there because then he would read that yeah do not say this do not say to do. <laughs> tara asked if captain doomsday is off tonight um god i hope so i i well you know nah, captain doomsday that's that's a light title let's let's promote her tonight i think she's like lieutenant colonel doomsday easy now i mean you called me the mother of the apocalypse a long time ago and that still does apply actually that, that actually even does. more so now after last night yeah well, you're gonna have that on the big job <laughs> all right are we done watching that jack i am done with watching okay that, so fantastic oh no there's one more no yeah no you have to watch that one oh, it's already gone so but, all right so at one point um, in that press conference, they uh, they asked Biden, is Russia going to hit us with nukes? And he said, I don't know. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I don't know. No idea. Hey, I, I know you guys don't. Probably just before he went to his nuclear bunker. Stein 99. Stein 99. That's oh, right. Hey, did you all hear? I, I don't know if you heard about this today, but uh, I, oh, you asked the question, where was Biden? He was sleeping. No. He was in his nuclear bunker. I heard Camel Toe was, went to... I don't know, fucking Montana or some shit. No, actually, it kind of goes with what uh, Love for All was talking about here. Stein 99. Does anybody know what she's referring to? Alex Stein. And it, he goes by Stein 99. Okay, well, there's there's actually another. It, actually, I think it's pronounced Sten 99. And okay. that was the tail boom number used for the nuclear the Air oh Force shit, One. The oh shit plane? Yes. Yeah. And it took off last night. Oh, yeah? At a little after 1130. Oh, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody hear about that? Yeah. And it went by Stin. I believe it's Stin. Uh, Stin 99 was the, the tail boom number. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guy that follows the flights. The guy you told me about. I follow him now. Monkey Works. Monkey Works. Yep. He went and showed it. It's flight path. And it, it it's on an undescriptive flight path. Oh, of course. It, is. And it was funny because it was just, he showed it. Flying in around fast in a circle. Loops yep. And yeah, just flying around the United States in big loops. And he's just like, what airline does that unless it's... It's a government plane. Yes. Yeah. Or Air Force One. Okay. 
that was the point. All right. Um, this, uh, this is kind of funny, actually. It, it's not a very long clip here. Yeah, but MSC, MSNBC guest just said Ukrainians can't find their knee pads. And, and it's, it's something, something you, you need, need to shoot, shoot a gun. gun. They should have borrowed some from Camelot. <laughs> you know, every time that I was clipping people's dicks, not at one point did I ever say, damn, where are my knee pads at? Not at one time, not one time, not well, a single fucking time. That's because you weren't in the Navy. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, watch it. Sorry, Swalwell. <laughs> Swalwell's going to have your dick. Oh, you don't have one. But I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter, does it? Not these days, because we're in a softer, gentler military. That's right. A softer, gentler military, my ass. Talking about, by the way, that they don't have enough uh, civilian defense to do that. Uh, one of the calls I was on today a few hours ago saying things, silly things, not silly things, but uh, pretty pedestrian things like knee pads, which you need to shoot a gun. There's no knee pads. Um, and so those are the kinds of things just everyday Ukrainians okay. are thinking about in I, terms of preparing I, for what I think will be a, a pretty disastrous next hours and days and weeks to come. Okay, I, so I'm sorry. I want to leave but... this up on the screen really quick because I've actually <laughs> been here. This is in uh, Kiev. Yeah, it's in Kiev. It's in um, which. Okay, go hold ahead. on, hold on. The... Miss, I'm trying to pronounce it properly. I'm trying to remember the the actual translation. Good. Well, but uh, that all like all that gold you see, all the gold domes and everything, you all do realize like that was a tribute back to Russia, like. Thank you for letting us go. We're going to keep your buildings and all these statues. Because you got to remember, Kiev back in the day was the center point of the Russian Empire. That is all real. That All that shit you're seeing there, that is all actually there. And in each one, it's kind of like a just a, a thank you for letting us out of your fucking disastrous world that you started us all in. Because thanks, you also gave us Chernobyl. So fuck you very much. But that right there, all but those apparently gold, not knee pads. Apparently, they didn't get knee pads. <laughs> but the, that all that stuff you're seeing there, though, all the the gold, all of the ornamentation, that was all done by the USSR, and it's something that the Ukrainians kept in place, kind of just like as a. They're not saying, "Hey, we we still want to be a part of you." No, but we're not going to destroy it because we're not like that. So we're going to keep it like here. When the mayor of Savannah gave the keys to the city over to. General Grant. Sherman or Grant instead of it, Sherman, instead of it being burned. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It was Sherman. You're right. Sherman yeah. was the one that yeah. did Sherm that. Sherman marched to the march to the sea. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, so uh, love for all. No, I don't think that was a joke. Obviously that guy has never shot a gun in his life. Um, I could have used some knee pads today as I was gardening, but I wasn't shooting. So, or giving blowjobs because I'm married. We don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, once you put that right. ring on, it's the fastest <laughs> way to okay. quit that shit. So I don't ever get married. All right. So uh, without further ado, uh, Alex Stein taking the floor. And then I have a story about this. So or related to this. This is classic, hysterical, epic. Alex, you, I see you come up. Go ahead, Alex. You will have two minutes. Thank you so much for hearing me. So I want to bring attention to, I believe, is a national issue that happened in West Hollywood. Um, I was invited to go to Milk Studios and go to Hunter Biden's art show. And at the art show, I saw some stuff that I thought was, you know, really uh, unique and weird. I saw a lot of kids. I saw some art that I enjoyed. But I actually ended up meeting Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden ended up befriending me. And that night, we ended up going back to my apartment. 
And I have to say this, I want this on the record. I saw Hunter Biden smoke crystal methamphetamine and use fentanyl with an Uber Eats driver that delivered us Carl's Jr. And I saw this in my own two eyes and I saw them do other stuff. I saw them inject things that was not the vaccine. I saw them use a spoon and Hunter was all about it. He was, oh, I don't care. My dad's a president, 81 million votes, this and that. He was having the time of his life, the bell of the ball. And this needs to be known. This happened in West Hollywood. This should be Look you know, federal news. We got Hunter Biden. Uh, he had and the amount of children at his art show was alarming. It was an alarming amount of children, which is cool, which is cool. Hunter Biden's cool. I'm cool that I'm not going to judge Hunter Biden. I ended up doing some stuff, too, that I'm not exactly proud of. And I believe there are some photos that exist that might be on his new laptop. And to be honest, I'm worried about Ukraine getting the laptop, using it as some sort of blackmail. And then I'm spread open, wide open on the Internet <laughs> in, in a position that would make a, a person very embarrassed. And let me tell you something. I've had a lot of issues ever since my third vaccination. I I've had trouble performing. I've been struck down with impotence. And that's a side effect. They say that that will not go away. And I thought the myocarditis was bad, but now I can't even make love anymore. So the one night that I had, what I saw needs national attention. We need to bring this up to the national media. Tell Tucker Carlson, tell the conservative media, tell the liberal media what Hunter Biden did with that Uber Eats driver and that spicy chicken sandwich was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. Thank you. Please let the world know and Joe Biden know this needs attention. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, love Alex. I don't know this. I'm going to try and get good. him on here because, oh my God. His road Jewish comedian who's used All right, Biden sucks stuff. We were laughing here and you got to get all serious. <sighs> Have we all forgot that Ukraine is run by a Jewish comedian and is using, using neo-Nazis to do his bidding? That's exactly what Putin said. That's why he was invading them. <laughs> But And Tara, back to the humor. Yeah. I spread my butt cheeks for Playgirl magazine. <laughs> Oh, I don't know yeah, if that's if that that's... came from Alex Stein as well. Uh, so, all right, <laughs> so here's the story I have that's going along with it. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain that one just a little bit. But we're gonna save all the COVID stuff, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. Hurt. Uh, that was funny. Yikes! All right, so this came from the New York Post. The walls are closing in on Hunter Biden. The U.S. attorney in Delaware investigating his business affairs has been busy subpoenaing his bank records and calling his ex-girlfriends to testify in front of a grand jury about his wild spending sprees. Hmm. Hmm. Devin Archer, his former, former business partner, best friend, and fellow Yale alum, faces sentencing on Monday, four years after being convicted for a $60 million scheme to defraud one of the poorest Indian tribes in America. Prosecutors from the D Southern District of New York have recommended to U.S. District Judge Ronnie Abrams that Archer serve 30 months in prison. Same as co-defendant Kevin Cooney. Um, any, what? Talladega Nights, okay. I'm on fire! I'm on fire! <laughs> oh my God, I'm burning! I'm on fire! I'm sorry. Couldn't help that. Okay, fan, fantastic. Um, so this goes into all the misdeeds of Hunter Biden's associates, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they talk about Hunter Primus promised Archer in a 2019 text message that he is a part of a great family, not a sideshow, not deserted by them, even in your darkest moments. That's the way Bidens are different. And you are a Biden. Interesting. Um, yeah. So apparently Hunter has been trying to keep his friend out of jail and it's not working. If Archer, if Archer does end up facing prison time, there's always the possibility that he might cooperate with authorities investing Hunter investigating Hunter's business dealings in return for reduction in his sentence. So it sounds like Hunter promised him that he was going to get him off 
and he's not going to get him more off. than one way. Probably, but he's not going to get him off. And so Archer could end up singing like a bird. Yeah. Uh, Hunter could be screwed. That prospect must be keeping Hunter awake at night. So um, I told you more things were coming down the pike for the liberals. Yeah. So so that's coming too. So you know what else this is going to do too? Because this is going to give Joe Biden a great big black eye. Oh, yeah. Uh, And one other thing that's going to give Joe Biden a great big black eye, play play the last clip. That's exactly what I was going to. I have to play this because this is actually I've seen this, too. And this is hysterical. Yeah. So remember, uh, we were all just (laughs) Hunter needs. needs So now I'm a verb. Now I'm a fucking verb. (laughs) Yes. Hunter needs to be neutered shooter. Neutered shooter. I, 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 I like it. Saving children's lives around the world. One round at a time. One round and you could save an untold number of children. Yes from despair and misery from the rest of their lives. Things to look forward to. I have so many job opportunities in the future. Just uh, a black guy. (laughs) So just uh, like two weeks ago, not even, sometime last week, we we had an episode called Crack Pipes for All. In fact, I can't seem to get it off the Twitch title. So yeah, Crack Pipes for All. And the big news then right after that was like, oh, there's no crack pipes in there. That's debunked, blah, blah, blah. So now we got to now we got to show you this. They didn't think that, you know, people in um because we I citizen journalists weren't going to go I, out there I, and investigate this. I haven't gotten our drug, our safe drug kit yet. Um, unless I our, haven't got my free crack pipe. Unless yet. our kids. I don't get piss test first. anymore either. So I could no definitely use that great. crack pipe. Um, But uh, yeah, it's been kind of fun, actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just saying. But, you know. I guess they didn't think that people in low income communities actually had phones, even though Obama gave them them. Yeah, I don't know why they thought that. To like video stuff. Matter of fact, I make that joke about everybody that owns a Google phone. No, no, I know why. Because Biden said that black people are too dumb to know how to use the internet. Oh, that's right. Remember? That's right. That must be what it is. Okay. They thought they could get away with this. They can't. Here we go. So every Tuesday and Friday in Hollywood, um, they have a Catholic church that gives this stuff out. Um, this is what we live in at, y'all, and this is what the government is doing. Uh, Joe Biden said he spent $60 million on paraphernalia for drugs, and this is what it looks like. It says being alive. This is a meth pipe right here with this bubble thing. I guess you put the meth in there. This is a crack pipe. Yep. Okay. These are all instructions on how to overdose treatment and education. These are this is the needle in here. I'm not going to open this. I'm scared. I'm, That's for heroin. Yes, for heroin. It has the alcohol. That's pads a real stuff. needle. It's yeah. a needle in there. Oh my god. And um, these things are like a, a black and mild filter that you put on the crack pipe so you don't think no one's saliva, so you don't get sick, and you can do your drugs. So this is so they like it. it so they like if you're going to do drugs, we're going to give it to you so that you can do it the proper way without getting sick. Because we're, we're not, because we're not stopping drugs. it. We're not, we're not going to stop it. Exactly. This is letting you know that it's going to be here. This is what they do. Wow. How to do drugs in a COVID era? This is just absolutely. You know, I, 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 I honestly, I thought things could get really fucking ridiculous, but Joe Biden's definitely given us the moment of just hold my beer. I'm going to take care of this. <laughs> oh, or shit. better yet. He's given us the moment oh, my of depends. hold my crack pipe <laughs> because honestly, we are fucking holy. No, no not hold my crap, crack pipe. Hold, hold Hunter's yeah. crack pipe. Hold Hunter's crack pipe. No, he's still looking for Parmesan cheese in the carpet. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Tara said, fuck me. Yeah, but the church is giving that out. You are absolutely right. Fuck, fuck me, Jesus. Fuck yeah. me. That's what she's saying. She's like, holy shit. <laughs> That's a little, um, sacrilegious yeah well it's also from uh 
the chick that spins her head around 360 degrees and then spits green puke out of her. <laughs> yeah. I forget the name of that movie. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I do too, actually. It's just escaped me. I don't know why. All Either right. way, uh, Saturday night. I'm telling you folks, be back Saturday oh night. Oh my God. We're going to be in for a hell of a conversation. Yeah, we are. We're definitely going to need all of your conspiracy conspiratorial minds yes. uh, involved in that. Illuminati um, and Freemasons. Yes. And um, and actually, uh, I think Swalwell is going to try and come in for that because he's he was telling me today he is a Freemason. He was a Master Mason and he recently was told some things about it that he was like, uh, no, this is not what I signed up for and he left. Hmm. So, so we might be actually bringing out the uh, people who are don't want to be a part of it. That'll be yeah. interesting. What is this? The only... I only put face palms, LOL. Where did the crosses come from? <laughs> I have no idea. You put it up there, dude. I don't know, Tara. Chicky. Either way. Uh, so Saturday night, again, starts at 9. Yep. Uh, we will be kicking it off at 9. It will be our absolutely first live episode. Of True Spiracy. Of True Spiracy. Where, and, we, delve, uh, we, where we shine light on the darkest conspiracies. Yes. And yeah. go deep, 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 deep. deep, deep and yeah. plan at least block off probably three hours. three hours. Because literally we're going to talk. We could probably sit around I and mean, talk about We're going to talk bloodlines and Freemasons and the Jekyll Island Club. Illuminati. MK Ultra, MK Ultra. Illuminati. And this woman has lived through it all. So, I mean, we're getting a firsthand recounting of what it's like to grow up in this well she didn't not only did she live through it all but i can she validate a lot of the things that she has said already there's a lot of things that she said the other day when we actually heard her speak about it yep that i can actually validate because i know all about it and i've actually some of those projects may or may not have been involved i cannot neither confirm yeah, or yeah, deny yeah. i was okay. there but i can tell you that there's a lot of truth to what she said and uh we're gonna be putting those fucking we're we'll putting that shit out there for y'all so y'all can see it uh either way uh and then we're back next monday of course uh next monday remember it is the uh it should be the prime or the uh state of the union that no, it's tuesday i think is State of the Union? Yeah, I think no, it's I Tuesday. No, I thought State of the Union was Monday. No, it's I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's or it might even be Wednesday. I think it's it's March first. Oh, then it's Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday then Tuesday March first. Make sure you block off enough time because uh, we might get a late start Tuesday night. Because uh, we'll just we're going to stream the State of the Union. We're going to confirm it with our other parts, yeah. and we're going to basically do a straight through show of the State of the Union, and we're going to talk over douchebag. We're going to mute yeah. him when he's stupid, and we're going to talk about him when we need to make fun of him. Yep. Yeah. Which will be often and many a time. Yep. Yeah. And then on Wednesday we've got Dr. Kirk Elliott coming on. Uh, to tell us about gold uh, and silver money, what to do with money, what the economy is, where it's going. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited about this one. I got this one confirmed today. I've literally been working on this one for months. Uh, Dr. P, Dr. Pavleski yep. from uh, Critical Thinking. He, he and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny do a weekly show called Critical Thinking with Dr. T and Dr. P. And I, I mean, as much as I love Sherry Tenpenny, I love Dr. P because he'll go, I mean, he'll, he'll go into the conspiracy that other people won't touch. Good. Um, so I'm really excited. So that's going to be like a kind of like a, uh, yeah. Uh, almost a conspiracy cast too. Yeah. But I mean, it'll be purely medical. We might go two hours. So, 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 so no sound the whole time for him. Just about roughly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah meet yes. him when he's stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's the whole time. 
we might, you know what? Maybe, how's your sign language? Maybe we'll just translate off the sign language person. No, not That's good not enough. one of the languages no. I do really well. I do yeah. nine languages, like great. I know. Love for all, going to her school board meeting on Tuesday. Go Excellent. for it. Do it, do it. Do are it. you are you running or do you know somebody who's running? Is that why you're going? Or just are you going, going just to, to fucking up. yell? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to yell, do me a favor, bring your phone. Record, record it. it. We'll play it. We'll play it. We'll oh, put yeah. it out there. Uh, I'm not scared. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't care what school board it is. I don't give a shit. Uh, I believe more school boards need to be recorded because they need to know that, hey, motherfucker, again, time to choose a side has come. We're there. Yes. Choose it. Definitely. Uh, and, you know, it's funny today because I was listening to Bajino. Bajino started out all glum and down about what's going on in Ukraine right now. I got to be honest with you. I'm not really all down about it. I, um, uh, my boss asked me today, he goes, uh, so, hey, you kitted up, ready to go to war with Russia? I said, yep. As a matter of fact, I contacted the army this morning. He said, hey, I can come back if you all want me. Of course, it says on my retirement case, uh, breaking case of war. Well, war's here. Let's go. Yeah. I'm down. They, they don't, I'll go they fuck don't some people to. up. Either way, they're not going to let me do it. So, okay. Um, well, and, and speaking of real, real quick, this is a super quick story. The first movement I had back in my hands after the accident was my middle finger. Excellent. Good job, Tara. Oh, well, you know, she got almost decapitated. Yeah. 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 I had a bowel injured. movement. <laughs> that took a while, actually. I did. Yeah. The extent well, of my sign language. <laughs> the extent of mine, too. <laughs> was it, it wasn't family, uh, family friendly then. It was just this. Yeah. All right. So perfect. we haven't talked really at all about COVID or vaccines for the last two, three episodes. Cause that's not true. We talked about it last night. Yeah, a little bit. But anyway, um, I, I, there's a podcast called the, the Thomas Paine podcast, the pain in the morning. And, um, cause it's a pain it, anyway, he's, he's pretty good though. You, you get used to him. It's kind of like us. He, he wears on you. Um, but, uh, so he had, uh, Edward Dowd and this Brooke, and I talked about them coming on the show on, on his show. I talked about that podcast a while back that she was the whistleblower from Pfizer that yes. was saying how yep. all of the data was all fucked up. The whole initial testing was all, I mean, jacked up. Yeah. Yep. The whole Everything thing was, was jacked, jacked up, up. Right. Well, apparently, uh, investment bankers have been asking to speak with her and they had a big meeting and Edward Dowd told, uh, Mike, uh, Thomas Payne podcast, Michael Moore, uh, not that Michael Moore, a different Mike or Michael Moore, but um, told him this morning or yesterday that all these investment people have been asking to teach to speak with Brooke. And uh, basically it's all falling apart because then they went back and these people run billions of dollars worth of hedge funds and they are no longer investing in Pfizer or Moderna or big pharma in general. Well, I, I so, don't know if you saw it today. Stock, it, like it was Hold down, on. Like, it opened Time out. down 800 points. Time out. So first of all, I don't know if you saw it today. Pfizer's not going to drop below $14. Okay. No. Right now, Pfizer stock's at 14 bucks. Wait, Pfizer wait. Pfizer's at $14? Yes. $14 a share right now. Reason they're at $14 a share is because they got a lot of other shit out yeah. there that's oh, on the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward Dad said that they he thought they were going to go to $15 and that was that would be it. But Moderna is going to zero. Yeah. And both of those almost crashed today. Both yeah. of those money came out because the investment bankers that are now getting involved are realizing that the vaccines suck and they don't do anything because here's the deal it's brooke can prove fraud yep and fraud vitiates everything yep. so when she can prove fraud and she's been trying to prove it in a court of law and of course but nobody got, will she nobody, got nobody on will that. listen to her so um but prove it in the court of public opinion and eventually it will get to the court of law but when you can prove fraud then that completely negates their immunity from prosecution actually or, 
Actually, liability no. from injury and no, anything no. like that. No, no, that's in the act of 1986. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is no. Actually, what she did was way more worse than anybody could ever imagine. Because what she did was she attacked the money that's backing the vaccine. Yeah. That money said, nope. And they pulled their money and they said, fuck you, watch this, hold my beer. And now Pfizer, Moderna, uh, Johnson & Johnson are now going to have to find another backer Nobody's going to jump no, on that. No. Nobody will touch that with a 10-foot pole. To watch Moderna and Johnson Johnson come back from that? No. So the other big thing that hit uh, was this German public health insurer. Yep. Yeah, that was all part of this. Yeah, though, it, was all, it was all. Yeah, because they had a multi-stage. It yep. was a couple so of meetings. Edward Dowd talked about this as well um, in that same interview. But uh, vaccine side effects may be eight to, time, eight to 10 times more frequent than officially reported. So the German government reported that uh it was like uh, let's see if i can find the figures here okay the the german government reported that it was like um oh i you know what i don't have the figures on here but anyway uh what the insurance company is paying for as people are going to the doctor and the hospital and etc is 10 times more than the injuries that the government actually reported okay that's a thousand percent a thousand percent. You ready for this one? Yeah. This is going to blow your absolute living. Three million mind. people. So do you remember, uh, was it the, the chick's name, uh, Chelsea Marigold or Margold or something like that from Florida? She was involved in all that shit down there concerning the hospitals. And she was talking about the, um, the vaccine and she was talking about the vaccine injuries that the government was covering up. And she kind of came out with why the government or how the government was covering up. Hmm. Because she said, oh, well, they were all testing positive for COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, part of that has now been confirmed as true. Because what they're finding now as a part of the mRNA vaccine, because you can get or you can get a false positive for HIV. Yep. Which also means you can get also get those people who are also tested for COVID. And guess what they tested with? Hmm. They were COVID positive. So get that. And the government was using that to cover up the vaccine injuries. And they were saying, no, he's tested positive with COVID. Oh yeah. Even though COVID the, injuries, complications. the injuries were not considered a COVID. Which is why they keep expanding the symptoms exactly. of COVID to cover the vaccine injuries. Exactly. That you She's, see these new symptoms pop up and they're like, oh, well now you can get this from COVID or you can get this from she COVID. She is being completely vindicated with yep. everything that is coming out right now concerning this to include what the German guys talked about and what the other, uh, lady you were talking yeah. about they're all being vindicated right now just like trump's being vindicated with what's going on with putin and russia i mean this shit we can't make it up anymore there's just no way i couldn't make it up if i tried because i'm not that fucking bright and it just wouldn't be that cool you know who's not being vindicated neil cavuto neil cavuto is back on fox after being in the hospital for five weeks with covid pneumonia after getting both jabs and the booster Hmm. And he came right back on the show and said, go get your vaccine. It would have been so much worse if I hadn't had the three jabs, even though I was in the hospital for five weeks with COVID pneumonia. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, he's like the biggest proponent. He well, must get I, extra I special bonuses from Pfizer. I don't so, talk to or listen to Neil. I don't either because he's a complete fucking douchebag. But yes, he is. other people and were reporting on that today. Yes, Either way. He totally is. So for the most part, we will yes, be back we on will be back. Saturday night. 
at nine o'clock Eastern standard time. So set your alarm, set whatever you need to do. Tune in please, because uh, we're going to have this guest. I'm telling you, she knows more about this stuff than you can shake a stick at. She lived it. She knows all about the bloodlines. I cannot wait to talk to her. Um, I'm not so sure if she's as well-versed in the bloodline origin stories as I am. And that's what I like to but call that's it. Okay. Because, but she has all the middle parts, which is really convoluted and confusing, which is really badass. So the following Saturday, that's where we get the origin stories. We're going to have on uh, Lisa from the matrix unveiled podcast and to talk about RH negative blood, golden blood, and the origins of the bloodlines. Yep. Um, so that's going to yes, be awesome because that's, be awesome that's like too. one where I'm going to be like, yep, know all about that. Can talk yep. about it. Do you want to talk about it now? Yep. So anyway, we can talk about Sarah. We can talk about all sorts of yeah, shit because I've got all we'll of my there. research behind it too. I have all the evidence that supports it. I found the French documents that confirm what and I, I have know. the actual blood. So the rest you can fuck off. that's just a really <laughs> weird part. She's an alien folks. I told you either way, get ready for next right. Tuesday too, because next Tuesday it starts off with this. So just get ready for that because the second he hits the microphone, that's exactly the sound I'm going to play. Fantastic. All right. Either way, we appreciate y'all coming out yes. tonight. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Um, and of course, uh, tell your friends about us. Come out. Yeah. Have people, more and more people every time I'm in the Twitch chat with uh, Justin and uh, the Wolf Pack. Uh, oh, shoot. I said it. I got to play it. You got to play it now. Every time I'm in there with them, the first thing they talk about is great show, great show, great people, blah, blah, blah. So either way, come I, out, check it out. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. And we will be back on Saturday. We will talk to you later. Thanks for watching.